Fesley's here. Big Dick Toledo's right around the corner. We're ready to go for a glorious day. Uh, hopefully you're uh, along for the ride. Uh, I have to say, I start today with this story because, well, I'll, I'll save it for a second. How about that All-Star game, eh? <laughs> I got a good one. And it's going to, I want to kind of do it before your breakfast. But, oh, no matter, boy. But, I, but I can't control when this city eats. There's probably people just chowing down in English muffins right now. And Let then, it roll. For, all right, here we go. So yesterday I played golf with... Uh, uh, son's uh, uh, backup legend, K-Ray, uh, right behind that Al McCoy. Someday I'll golf with Al, but we can't take him out in the heat. He's bubble wrap for the summer. But Kevin Ray's there, uh, hell astray, and a guy named Dave. And we're all golfing. Uh, I got called into this for the good, you know, fun, whatever. Get the golf out of the way, middle of the day. All of us are starving after, so we're like, let's grab some food. Deal. Now, Dave, is a, he's a scratch golfer, so he plays everyone else. So basically the game is Dave versus the other three guys. And only one guy out of the other three has to tie or beat Dave per He's hole. like the wolf every he's hole. He's the wolf every hole. It's his hole and he, and you know, he's good enough to, he won the last time we did this. And good he, challenge for him. A great challenge for him. He plays from the tees, the farthest tees back and it's, he, he gives you a 20 yard advantage and all this other stuff off the tees. So he's, he's, he's that scratch. Most of the time. He was terrible yesterday. We all were. But anyway, we're playing in the heat, whatever. We're having the fun. So at the end of the day, uh, whoever wins buys drinks. And so we and then so we did one game at the end for the, whoever won the last hole got had to buy food for everybody. The, it was the loser. The last, you know, if you win it, you're out. So uh, we're like, fine. We, it didn't really matter. So we go and we finally uh, get the food. It somehow or another scrambles out. We all end up paying for something. Uh, I, I ordered a Philly cheesesteak. I was starving. Philly cheesesteak shows up right in front of me, and I'm just, you know, cartoon boy. I'm rubbing my hands together. I'm drooling, ready for this sandwich. I hadn't eaten all day. Had a handful of M&Ms to start the morning. Didn't eat all day. It's about 3.30, almost 4 o'clock. Pickle. Got the, the Philly cheesesteak french fries. As the lady's putting the other plates on the table, I'm like, I'm going. Grab that pickle. And normally I don't do that, but for some reason when you're thirsty and been in the sun all day. A pickle is like the best sounding food ever. Have salt and everything. Some about it, yeah. Well, they made that pickle juice uh, yeah. that ended yeah. up being like that. Liquor in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You drink it to keep your body alive. Grab that pickle. <laughs> Better than I thought it was going to be on the crunch. It's crunchy. It's perfect. Wet pickle flavor in my mouth. Bite it in half. Take the half that I don't have uh, to eat now out of my mouth. And it's still attached by the longest, blackest hair you could imagine. That is all the way down. This giant, delightful pickle. And it's half in my mouth and half out of my mouth. And as I'm pulling the pickle out, I see it building a bridge between bitten off pickle and, uh, you know, the pickle that is now in my hand. And I put it on the thing, and I just start pulling. And it was like a clown's hanky 
This thing never <laughs> stopped coming. Rapunzel. I'm 13 feet. I'm thinking maybe. What is this? Uh, what a hairy got, pickle. Is, is Cher the chef at this place? What's going on back there? It was nonstop. But then I had the dilemma of going, hair, and losing my mind or letting the other guys enjoy their meal. Wadded it up, put it on my leg. Because I'm like, I'm saving this. I'm bringing this in for the boys tomorrow. And I lost the goddamn hair. It's the longest hair I've ever eaten. You don't so, have uh, cans and stuff dragging behind your Jeep? You tied cans onto it? it? No. Like, uh, you know, uh, a fully grown 250-pound <laughs> or less man could have hung himself with this thing. I didn't know Shannon had a second job. It's Shannon hair. That's exactly what I was going to put it down and say. Now Shannon knows how we feel because there's Shannon hair all over. Oh, yeah. Here. At least we're not eating it. So uh, then I uh, go to the bathroom. Uh, you know, I'm like, I'm, I, I struggled with this. This was a tough lunch because I'm like, I don't want to make everybody else feel like this is. Just, everybody was hungry. It was just one hair can happen. I go into the bathroom, and dude walks by me from the kitchen, and he's got a bun on the back of his head that I swear he's. Uh, I think he was Native American or Mexican. It was him, and oh. it was the size of a softball. Mushed onto his head, and it's uh, you know what's that guy who does the boxing announcing? He's got the big Rastafari, and he wraps it up on his Erica Badu kind of thing. Yeah, this dude had a beehive because his bun was so big; it, it went off of his head a good foot and a half. Just knew who it was, and I watched him in the bathroom. And what does he do? <laughs> Wipes his nose with his hand, gives this like noise, spits in the sink, doesn't turn the sink on. Oh. Pulls the hand off the nose, looks at his hand like there's something there, wipes it with the other hand, right back to the kitchen. Oh. I was, I'm like, what am I eating? <laughs> at that point, I felt it my responsibility to say nothing to the rest of the guys and just see who gets sickest. And then I kind of pushed my plate away. Horrifying. Living with me the whole time. Couldn't eat last night. Stayed with me the whole day. Don't know that I'll ever eat again. I think I'm done. I think it's all liquids and all made by me's. And oh, it was the worst. Is there anything worse? I mean, bugs aren't as bad as hair. And then the I think the worst thing you can do is find the hairs. Yeah. A jumping off point. That dude's head was just a rat's nest of black. Blech. So especially when you put the face to oh, the place. And then and then the 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 loogie in the sink with no scrub up. And then the the I mean his index finger went right across his nostril and he stared at his hand like look what's that, and then wiped it off with his bare right hand and right out of the room no washing no nothing no water hit his hands, uh, horrifying horrifying so just if you if you see me and I look dizzy or I start crapping all over the place that's why the worst and there's nothing more like I don't know unappealing to everything. Than pulling a hair out of your mouth that isn't yours. Yeah, your your brain just says, what, "Where is this? Who is this person? How much? What do I? You need to get to know that person. I need to know your history. I need to know where you were yesterday. And, and then I saw him, and I'm like, "There's nothing about this guy. That's he lives in a one bedroom apartment. His, his coffee table is up on cinder blocks. He's he's masturbates into his own. He doesn't care. So he listens to us, and he's probably a KUPD fan." <laughs> Welcome to the Hairnet Bar and Grill. Uh, and he had a little hat on, but it, it, there's no cover in that thing he had on the back of his head. It's too it was big. Massive. It was, it, it, I'm not kidding, it was a good foot off of his head, balled up in this wad 
And I don't know how you even get it in. Now you know where Eddie Grant was. After Electric Avenue. Electric Avenue. An excellent reference to everyone <laughs> except the world. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Eddie Grant had a hit in 1986 called Electric <laughs> Avenue. And Brady just referenced that. Yeah, it was Eddie Grant, Brady. That's right. He's been cooking. <laughs> I haven't heard that name yeah, since 1986. Of course not, because he had one song. And Brady just likes uh, the black guys with big hair. Whoo, never seen one of those before. I'll never forget him. <laughs> yes, Eddie Grant. <laughs> Amy Grant is a better reference than Eddie Grant. <laughs> I can't. I, yeah. I'm gonna throw my Eddie Grant gags around. They've been in, <laughs> they've been in storage. Anyway, yeah. And now I gotta you think want, of that. You yeah. want a little bit? Oh yeah, of course I do. I want some Electric Avenue. <laughs> Eddie Grant's been mentioned. Oh yeah. I cook your food, Harry people. Whipping up your cheesesteak right now. Yeah, it's the follicle pickle. Now in the street there is violence. Hold your pickle, that's her now. And I mean, it never stopped coming out of my mouth. Just, it, I felt like a girl in blacks.com. When does this thing end? It just keeps going in my mouth. There's more. And I don't know how I did it without anybody noticing. I think we're all hungry. They're all just staring at their plates, and I'm just like, just yanking hair out of my mouth. <laughs> and you know what's worse? I was so hungry, I polished off the rest of that pickle. No food in your teeth, wow. though. You flossed. Oh, I flossed. And it, it started going in. And right here, this tooth right here started to catch it. Like, oh, are we flossing? And I'm pulling, like, ah, big mouth. Get big mouth. Because you kind of try to keep it cool. It slid up. It started to slide between the teeth. Get any, I, I hadn't eaten, so it wasn't going to do anything. Oh. Oh. So, just for the rest of the day, I was kind of just sitting around. And then Eddie Grant, of course, comes around. Oh. Are we enjoying the food? Where's Eddie? Oh. Go back to the Electric Avenue. Oh. This song is so bad. And the performer of it was so desperate for anything good to happen in his life. Within an hour of this being in the top ten, he sold it to J.C. Penney. And they started the Electric Avenue. Yeah, they had they had their electronic section called Electric Avenue because they're like, let's capitalize on this monster. Eddie nailed it. And Eddie Grant sold that song to J.C. Penney. What a combo. J.C. Penney's as good a reference as uh, Eddie Grant. Anyway. But yeah, so that was my afternoon yesterday. It wasn't. It wasn't. A, it's not a pleasant thing. And then all night, I'm driving home, thinking about the hair, sitting on the couch last night, thinking about the hair. Woke up this morning. It's still in my mouth. I can. It's still touching. It's still there. Restaurant hair. And you don't want to send it back because then, again, I will never ever waiting. send food back. Right. I especially because I saw the guy. We were the only ones there. He had nothing to do. This was his best effort. This was his I've got nothing to do plate of food. Imagine when he's busy. So now I'm taking his time, whatever he's doing back there, and saying, do it again. And already there's a 45-foot hair in it. What's he going to do to the next one? He's spitting loogies in the sink. I'm not sending that food back. What's amazing is, thinking about it, that uh, Ronnie and Kirby, long hair. Yeah. All the food that we've made or prepped in the kitchen, I've never pulled one of their hairs out of the food. Saying that... And you think you would because you go, you know, in the bathroom. Are you all in there just cooking away? No, no. but there's, you know, if Ron, Ronnie's definitely made a lot of stuff. Yeah, it keeps it together. Not, yeah, but you go in the shed. bathroom, you can see the hair 
Yeah. Oh, and the drain. Yeah. And all yeah. Well, I would rather eat your drain than that pickle again. Ugh. God, it was horrifying. Yeah, it is strange. Some people just don't shed. You'd think you'd be pulling Ronnie hairs out of there. Yeah. She's got a lot of hair. Maybe she keeps she keeps it together. I don't know. Medea never sheds enough. No, she got no. dark long dark hair. Yeah, I'm not. It's strange at home. I don't know. Maybe you're paying more attention. Oh, maybe it's also because you don't have a wad of dead hair the size of an infant stuck to the back of your head in a stressful situation. Of, and of she's making work. it one time. Whereas I guess if you're making fifty cheesesteaks and you're flying around yeah. and you're get, yeah you're prepping up a bunch of peppers and. You're chopping, and maybe the boss is up your ass, so you're shedding hair. You're knee-deep in pickles. But I don't know how you do it on the pickle and line it right on top of it, where yeah, I don't that's even see work. it. I mean, it, it almost seems intentional at that point. Because you Ken can't striped just, it. You can't have a 10-foot hair fall off of your head onto a plate and mm-hmm. land right across the, the ridge of the dill. Can't be done. It has to be gently placed there. Like, you know, when Gordon Ramsay at the end just goes, All right, garnish it. And the garnish is his long, stringy gross ass hair and the great spirit pulled it off and put it on there and I know a bunch of Native Americans out there all you guardians are listening to this going ah enjoy that Billy Gunner like you guys are happy that Whitey took a chunk of somebody's hair I'm fine with that but know this I know your ritual and I know that when your hair comes off you're supposed to burn it so he's not going to meet the great spirit now because his hair is on the floor at a restaurant so take that when they cut their hair, as far as I know, it has to be burned. Really? Yeah. Velda taught me that. Never knew. Strange. Well, no, Eddie Grant, is that true? No. <laughs> oh, hang on. Let me switch that up here. We got yeah. to get appropriate oh, music man. now. Here we go. He's got a good start to the week. Every day before six. There you go. First day was real early. Yesterday was 5.56. 5.59 today. And, uh... Starbucks again? It is going the wrong way. 56, 57, 59. Now we get Starbucks. Got the Starbucks. Got the hat on, too, so she knows she woke up late today. Didn't even try to do her hair. Braid it, pat it, and go. Still got here before 6, all right? Good job, ski mask. Her time for the week now is like 5.57, almost 5.58 on average. So she's got to keep it before, right around 6, 6.01, and she'll have a first time since she's been here. A work week where she got in before 6 a.m. Just on average. average yeah. On average. Not every day. We, what, we can't move mountains, Brett. Baby steps. They had an easier time trying to turn the Titanic. Yeah, you're just working on consistent weekly averages. And baseball. That's it. Anyway, I just spit hair out of my mouth as we speak. Would you rather have a big long hair in your meal or a short hair? I don't long, know. I, I, I think. You think you want the longer one? Oh, because the, the short hair, you're you going in the there picking hairs. it out. We were thinking pubes, yeah, and yeah. that's bad news. But if somebody was going to pube your food, wouldn't they do a, uh, like a bushel of pubes? They're not just going to pluck one. Like in waiting, the little garnish. Yeah, yeah you get a little garnish <laughs> of pubes. Like I think that's, I don't think anybody's going to just go down and one pube you. That's hard. Yeah, because then it's harder to find you, you know. I didn't mind that. the whole meal. That's the whole, I think of armpit hair when I think of short hairs at the restaurant because I don't. I don't think pubes have a chance. I think it's too obvious and it's too hard to do. Chest hair. Armpit. Maybe a little chest hair off of Brett. Yeah, you're right. Like Brett's people. Italian place. Get a little chest hair. So is it better out of sight, out of mind, like the short hair that you don't even catch? Or is it better to catch that I think big that's ass long hair? I think the short hair that you kind of go, 
Was that her hair? And he's still swallowing. You just, you just, I think you're right. I think ignorance is bliss when it comes to hair and the food. Because yesterday, whew, horrifying. <laughs> anyway, so that's enjoy your breakfast. I thought I'd get that one out there right off the bat. Then I went home, <laughs> I watched the All-Star game, which I found to be, I figured out baseball. I mean, we bitch about why baseball is like dying, and it is dying. The sport is dying. And I figured it out last night. The reason nobody knew was going to play baseball is because kids can't go to the park and play the game that's presented on TV. When you and I would go, Brady, to play baseball yeah. at the park, it was about getting hits. Straight up. And if and if we played all Three day long, if, yeah, if we played all day long, uh, you and I would walk away and go, I was up eight times and I got four hits. I'm batting 500. You could figure out the math pretty easy. Kids can't go to the park and go, my velocity on that pitch... Uh, my my velo angle, my my launch angle, like they can't do any of the statistics that baseball. Because last night on the game, they're like, well, his velo's this is, uh, you know, runs with and hitting. But you can't do the math without like the war and all paper that and, and, stuff, and yeah. yeah, pencil and paper. Where when we were kids, it's like, oh, I knocked in twenty one runs in our three games ago. We play baseball all day long. Keep and you it had, pure. Yeah, we kept it, it, the basics because you can't have fun. But a video game can do all that for them. So why would they go do it? If you really like baseball, the way it's presented on TV, you like all the stats and stuff. You can't have that playing it in a pickup game for fun. Like the way we used to do, like me and Burkhart and Stebbings and a couple other guys would go to the park and do a straight line, ghost runners, whatever, and you'd keep your own stats. And there were times when you just not, your team is batting forever. I was up 21 times because I was the only guy on my own team. So I was up all day, and I got seven hits or eight hits, and you'd sit and think of the math and get your batting average for the day and how many runs you scored, and that's, of course, all your RBIs. And You had it all figured out. And now it's you don't have launch angles and philo and all this garbage, and I don't know what my my uh, slugging percentage is in a ghost game. It's stupid. So I'm sitting there thinking, well, this is it. Kids can't play this game without a controller in their hand. You just can't do it. Well, I hate to sound like the old guy, but I you will, are. because if you look at it, I blame part of it on the announcers nowadays. Have yep. nothing to talk about. They're Gotta boring. Fill it. Well, because yeah, they'll. You look afraid. at Hawk Harrelson. You look at you know, uh, you know any of the old guys. Finn. Harry, yeah. yeah. Steve Stone is kind of in the transition of this yeah. new stuff. But Brindley, I mean, Brindley does a good job of, of telling tales. But yeah, I mean, you never heard about war and launch no. angles and exit velocity no. and stuff. It's just like, oh, it's out of here. It's you know? not a fun park game. No, and it used to be. Like you could make up games with baseball based on stats. We used to play baseball at the back of baseball cards because they used to have. I don't know if anybody remember. The tops used to have a little thing on the back that said single, and you'd take your players and you'd make a team out of like yeah. your baseball cards, and then you'd flip them over and see how your your inning went. And you're like, oh my god, it's based like upon 10 the stats in a fly out. No, yeah. it's based upon the. There was a little oh diamond thing that would say single on the corner, yeah, that's and it right. would give you a thing, and you'd just take nine guys out and flip them out, and then you could remember. So we had to start doing drawings for players. Like, here's my second. It's Tommy Herr and yeah, Keith Hernandez, and you're throwing these guys down. You're flipping them over, and you're batting order and hoping that you get a, a, a inning with a couple runs, and then you take nine more cards. You can't do that anymore. It's like, well, my velo, and he's got a, a, his, a slugging percentage. So, and that it's you can't play. Yeah, you never heard Vince Scully talking that nope. stuff. No. The launch angle on that home run still counts as one run. Yeah. Settle the f- down about launching. Hits. Errors. Yeah. Just yeah. the basics. It was a yeah. joke no, in Major League. That one's yeah. out of here. No, that's too high. 
They were laughing at yeah. launch angle because it didn't matter. If it's an out, it's an out. If it's a home run, it's a home run. Who cares how high it went? No, the other guy's like, who gives an ass? It's gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, who cares? It's too high. Launch angle. Yeah, and I'm watching last night. I'm like, this game is impossible to go play with your friends anymore because all the stats are calculated right there. And then the best part was Fox was trying a new thing. Did you watch at all? Yeah. Oh, man. Did you love the microphones on the players? Yeah. The, the best, they had microphones on the players, which is a great idea, except for the mics were cutting out like crazy. Everybody sounded like Kenny from South Park. It's like, all right, we're talking to uh, uh, Byron Buxton out there, Minnesota Twins superstar. Byron, how are you? <laughs> all right, Byron, that sounds great. Mike's on the field brought to you by T-Mobile. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God, that's no good. It's, everybody sounded like they were disappeared. They had a couple of them. The White Sox pitcher was kind of funny. Yeah. He was on there. Yeah, Liam, yeah. But they had a few that were, you know, you couldn't understand a word the guy was saying. <laughs> All right, thank you. Brought to you by T-Mobile. Communication at its finest. Like, oh, no. I was dying. It was hilarious. But then they're just giving stats nobody can care about. And, you know, I like the Giancarlo Stanton and Buxton hit back-to-back home runs. Oh, man. Like, yeah. there's the baseball game you love. Boom, boom. A couple of launches uh, off a pitcher that's not giving up anything all year. I'm like, that's great. And then I was inundated with Giancarlo Stanton's average velocity out of the stadium is 112 miles an hour on a ball that goes over 450 feet with a launch angle of 61. I'm like, who cares? I think it, part of it is uh, trying to get that younger generation in. because but you're pushing no- them away. I you're, agree. You're pushing but them towards it's video like busy games. seat work. No, I want them to. But kids hate math, and they don't do math anymore. They have phones for that. No, but but they're they can, not the they're, stuff that that's applying on the field, like your launch angle, all game. that. It, yeah, feeds it's, into that. But it's not. But the but they can't figure out because everybody. There's not one good commissioner left in sports. They can't figure out how come young people aren't playing the game, and it's because you've made video games the game. And the real game, impossible to play. And fantasy has a lot to do with that Absolutely, as well. Absolutely, because you, it's a statistically based kind of computer will do it game. Kids aren't going to go. You, there's no way Kirby and her friends are ever going to go grab a ball and a glove and let's walk down to the park and the six of us will play baseball. Yeah. It happened every day when I was a kid. And not to say that, you know, that's... And you were but it's because, just starting into the... I mean, there was video games to be had, but you... They didn't have that kind of statistical nonsense and baseball's like well we need to get the young kids what are they like they like video games make it more like a video game opposite make it more like something you can play for fun you know make it something that the kids get like anybody can go out and go oh my god we can all play this game because it's basic so i've always said it's too much of a math equation whatever it's lost me even old men don't care they still watch with their own way that's what i do we need drunk announcers back Mm mm-hmm we need uh, the devil-may-care attitude in the booth yep. and the players on the field to have stories off the field. And they can't. The legendary baseball stories of, you know, Babe Ruth eating hot dogs while he played. You got... Uh, even gift baskets. Exactly. Even that was just... It, that's a, it's 15, lore. 20 years ago. So what? It's a great story. And it's believable because baseball players are pigs. The story of Bernard Gilkey having to have his balls... Sink like, and float. Yeah, he, he, when he'd come home from road trips. There was a, a rumor that his wife would make him get in a bathtub to see if his balls floated, uh, because if they float, and I didn't know this, and I've tested it out, and I don't know, but if they floated, and you got a heck of a sack on you to get in the tub and watch it float or sink. If it floated, that means they're full, and he didn't use them. 
if it sunk, that means they were used and she was mad. For whatever reason, she assumed he wasn't beating it or anything else. He was wow. he was road dogging. Jay Bell's wife used to follow the bus around. No, it, was, it wasn't uh, Jay Bell's wife. Yeah, it's You're not right. Jay Bell. Was that Gilkey? No, that was the only one I knew on that was in the NBA. It was Oh, you're I, right. It was in the NBA. That's yeah. right. She used it was, to follow the bus Chris around. Humphrey? No, it was. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but yeah, she used to she used to go on road trips, rent a car, and just follow the bus around. Make was sure he wasn't straight. Yeah, make sure he stayed. He stayed put, and he and he was. You know what are you going to do? But foot yeah, fetish players. Those are the yeah, foot fetish players. We knew a guy who used to love, 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 love busting on a lady's feet. Ugh, I hate feet. He liked it. Great stories like that where the, the legend... Cal Ripken's hit, hitting streak. Cal Ripken's, not hitting streak, his playing streak. Oh, his, yeah, playing streak. Iron Man That's streak. Right. Uh, may or may not be true, but uh, evidently he, Kevin Costner, and a lady were all in a love triangle, and there was a wander in where... A rain out. Cal was maybe banging, maybe, allegedly, banging uh, Kevin Costner's wife, right? Other way around. Was it? I Costner thought, was with Oh, that's Cal right. Costner was hitting Cal's wife. Cal wanders in, sees it, calls the team, goes, I'm not coming in. And magically, the sprinklers won't turn off at the ballpark that day. Bull Durham. Yeah, it is. Bull and Durham. it's Costner, too. There yeah, you go. And it's Kevin yeah. Costner. So, in a way, it was like a tip of the cap. Like, meh. Turn the sprinklers on, leave them on. They had a lighting issue. It's like, well, we can't play the game. game's canceled tonight. Uh, so, Cal Ripken's streak could stay alive. Rumors. Who knows? But it's, a, it's lore. It's American lore. We need it back. And sometimes... Referenced by a few of the announcers. Holy cow, I heard that story about how the sprinklers stayed on. Of course, we know the truth. And then everybody, ooh, if you knew, Harry just kind of told you. It was a long time ago, but I do remember the time that Steve Garvey was caught with two wangs in his mouth at the same time. Three and one to Jaeger. Yeah, and Vin could weave it into the storyline. It was marvelous. Now it's Velo. I don't care... How fast the ball's going. Is it out? That's one run. It's amazing that David Wells can deliver. Absolutely jekyll out <laughs> yeah, of his mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's drunk. He throws a no-hitter. Doc Ellis is throwing yeah, a no-hitter. That was LSD, right? He was on LSD. Yeah. He hit eight batters that game and stayed in the game. And and it's still considered a no-hitter. With the hat pinned. He, he, he walked a bunch of guys. He hit people. And he's just sweating out LSD on the mound. Like, I don't know what's going on. Plunking dudes, hitting everybody's afraid. He, he, all over the place. No hitter. Great story. Nobody remembers the one where he went to church before the game. He did some mathematics, and then he went out and threw a great game. Who cares? I want a dude who's drunk, staggering around, and then figuring it out. Mickey Mantle, legend. They had to drag him out of bars, you know, holding his feet and hands like a hammock. Every night, Mickey, come on. Oh, you got a game in an hour. I'll be all right. And he was. So drunk they had an ice bath in the Yankees dugout for a while. So before the stir game, him up. stir up Mickey and then, all right, get him out there. He, he's good for two more innings, and we're going to strip him down and put him back in the bucket. He's just blasted. Like three for four, two home runs. Just a perfect day on the field. Yeah, baseball stinks. That's what I'm saying. What I'm basically getting at is baseball stinks, and they're their own worst enemy. Oh, and then the other thing. So I, I loved the uniforms last night, right? They, my, they actually pulled it off. I like that. Cool. So I went and I'm like, I'm wondering what these are going for. That's pretty cool. I want to get one of those. I like the American League, especially yeah. the White Sox. Yeah, that great. Looked great. So I'm looking at that and I'm like, all right, let's go. Uh, my buddy uh, Craig Amazine texts me at the exact same time. He goes, so these uniforms. I'm like, I'm looking up the jersey now. And he goes, I already did it. Fires me at $464 what? before shipping to get an All-Star oh. jersey. An authentic one. 
and you can get your name on it for an extra like it'll it would cost you some more but 400 might as well six exactly i'm gonna throw that 464 bucks for a customized all-star jersey it gets worn once right ever it's a shirt and baseball's like all right fans you like what we did there for the merchant and the hats were like uh 63 bucks which you can get because the they were just hats too. Yeah, they, they were weren't just, no just uh and you can get the cheaper you know non-fitted one for like 30 dollars I was like, this is ridiculous. They are just alienating the average human being. Yeah, baseball. But those jerseys sucks. are all I mean, football's the same way with their jerseys too. They're ridiculous. I can priced. get you can get a custom I've gotten customized jerseys in, in the NFL. Once Nike took over the NFL stuff, the prices went down like uh, two thirds. Well Nike's doing all the baseball ones too. Well, I don't know what they're doing with that all star game one. But five hundred bucks a little heavy for a shirt. A jersey. It's not like a, a dress shirt I can wear, it's a jersey. That I can only wear to like sporting events, and in a year it'll be worth. It'll be like it's going to hang bucks. in the closet. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. It's wild special occasions. Anyway, yeah, baseball. You've you've sucked the fun out of the game, and I figured out you're. No kids are going to play that thing. You got video games doing the work for them. They're not going to go to the park and go. I feel I was ninety one on that one, and my launch angle was twenty one degrees. You can't play the game. Can't be done. Yeah, but you could eat a bunch of hair if you want your hot dog, and that's what. Farmajan, getting you hot dogs covered in hair. It's like taking a bite of Serena Williams' head. <laughs> Ugh, that hair will never go away. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. 585 9800 and we'll scream it together. And uh, check your food before you take a bite this morning. It's 98K, everybody. Wake up! Oh, hot, 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 Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Weapon of Pride. William has emailed me and said, that hair story reminded me of this one, and I knew I'd get these. We ordered ice cream from a place called Bombs in Tulsa, Oklahoma, in the drive-thru. Wait a minute. In Tulsa called what? Bombs. B-A-U-M-S. Bombs. Uh, she took a bite and looked at me, and I knew something wasn't right. Fake nail. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Fake fingernail with a little Band-Aid, which evidently was what was keeping it on her finger. Pulled it right out of her mouth. Whenever we bring it up, we still kind of puke in our mouths for that one. Oh, God. Added a crunch. Fake nail. But it's in there. Ugh. Somebody's press on. <laughs> Boy, I tells you what. Yeah, the hair stories, I got a thousand of them on the emails. And, and I always go back to that one time that my dad's friend opened up that burrito just to add some salsa, and there was a cockroach on its back right in its place. It was so obvious it was placed there. Placed right in the center, and he folded it right back up and pushed it away. What's going on? He goes, nobody needs to know a thing. Don't touch your food. Like, why? Just don't eat here. Like, why? He opens it back up, and this is, I mean, it was big. It had its legs out. Don't eat here. I got midway through the fried rice. This was in Columbus. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Carry out. Midway through, and there's half a roach. Ah, you and got one the other one. You I'm like, I had to... Voraciously hammered oh, half of that roach. Yeah. Well, maybe you haven't eaten Kirby and Ronnie's hair. Yeah. You go through it so quick. Food can't that. let you down. Brady can't look at food with for having problems. Food the, can't let me down. Is that the old saying, what's worse than finding a worm in your, your food? Half a worm. Half a worm in your food. Yeah. Well, working at Tony Roma is the 
The things you see sometimes. That waiting movie isn't wrong. There's a lot yeah, going a documentary. on Documentary. It is a documentary. <laughs> it is an absolute documentary. Brady, you worked at Porkopolis, and luckily you were able to rose-colored glasses. But I met your chefs, and you did not want to make those guys have a rough night because I guarantee you, boogers and fly in your direction any chance they got if somebody was getting And that one waiter, that uh, Dave guy you had at Porkopolis... The one in Scottsdale? No. He was an older fella. I think his name was Dave. Chatted too much. Talked oh, way yeah, too much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember him? I think it yes. Was Dave. Yeah. He came to the table once and started to blame the chefs for what was going on. Before you ordered, I remember. Well, no, wait, he's like, ah, we got problems in the kitchen. These guys are way backed up, so it's going to take a few minutes. And ah, it's just... And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Right now, he's mad at the chefs. That means he's mouthed off to him. That means the chefs are staring at Dave going, any of his orders are getting a special treatment. Yep. Boogers, egg. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. I'll have a water. How's everything going here? No problem, proprietor. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, there's no way. When the, when, the, when the one waiter is a problem, his tables were catching grief. And uh, if you're the and, – and I guarantee you if that guy ever got one of those – I don't know if you offered employee discount meals – they took advantage of it. If Dave the waiter at Porkopolis, why don't you fire me up a brisket sandwich real quick? I got a break coming. All right, Dave, you got it. <laughs> yeah, they had a nice discount. I bet they did. And they ate a lot of whatever that guy back there was serving up. That one guy that came in, I told this story before, but that kid Squirrely, we called him Squirrely. Nobody liked this guy. He looked like that Encyclopedia Britannica salesman. Remember that that mulleted kid in the oh. red shirt that would sell you on TV years ago? Yeah. And he's grown up and he oh, looks, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He looked just like him. Squirrely looked just like that guy. But he was one of those guys, he was a he was a, a young finger gun guy. He had he had graduated to that annoying old man finger gun hello. You know, everybody knows a finger gun guy. We he have was, one here. Which one? Who's a finger gun guy here? You're pointing down. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we can't say his name because he'll be upset that he's He'll gun you down. <laughs> oh, he you guys weren't talking about me, were you? <laughs> finger gun guy. They talk to you and they throw finger guns at you like it's the Old West. So, uh, Squirrely was a finger gun guy and he was like 20. And everybody started, like, annoyed by him. And he comes and brings his whole family. And the manager hated him. James hated him. And Squirrely's walking around in the kitchen because he, he didn't work there anymore. But he said, hey, everybody, what's going on? Pew, 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 pew. Hey, what's up, Toledo? Pew, 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 pew. Jenny, pew, pew, pew. I'm like, yeah, what's up, Squirrely? Pew, pew, pew. Shooting guns. Looking good back here. Back in the kitchen. And he goes onto that big metal thing and he taps the deal. That's the guy. He looked just like that kid. <laughs> he... Taps the tin and he goes, Hey, the whole family's here, guys. Let's make it a good one. Pew, pew, pew. To Aaron the murderer and uh, uh, Tony, the you know the guy who wanted to kill everybody deep down in his heart but never had the courage Aaron had. Uh, and those chefs look back like, Squirrely's telling us to do a better job because it's his family. All right. And Pierman's like, Step it up. James James comes back and he goes, If that mother f- comes back in this kitchen one more time, I'm going to kill him. And I'm like, All right, I'll tell him to stay. Hey, Squirrel, you got to stay out of the kitchen. We're pretty busy. Like, you get it. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that, John. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> then I go back in the kitchen and I see James Pierman with a styrofoam cup pouring it on the brisket that is being cooked in a pan. Oh. 
I'm like, what's James doing back there? I was also a manager. What's James doing back there? Making squirrelies myself. And I'm like, what was that? Or do I want to know? Nope. And I think it was a, Plausible deniability. a girl named Heidi standing next to me. She goes, he peed in the cup. Oh, man. And I'm like, what? And she's standing there. She's like, I'm going to quit. And I'm like, I'm going to watch him eat that, but I'm going to quit too after. Because i got to see what I, I have really no problem with squirrel, <laughs> squirrel eating. I think it's going to boil out all the bad. And there's James shaking the skillet with the broth. Giving the, yeah, making a broth. Do not piss off anyone in a restaurant ever. ever. I don't care how nice the restaurant is. You have no Or how justified you think you are. Do not treat the staff poorly. They have the upper hand at all times. They're in control of your meal. Well, I'll just talk to the manager. The manager's yeah. in on it. Yeah. Most of the time, they're not making enough money to be happy. They're barely making it work. They don't need your ass telling them that you're, you're, I'll talk to a manager. You're terrible. All right. I can quit this job and get another job somewhere else. Exact same pay. This doesn't mean a thing to I me. wish I knew the name of that guy that you sent around before. The, the guy that talks into the phone about, what do you mean you want to talk to the manager? I am the manager. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk to the manager? Have you ever worked anywhere, anywhere ever? ever? The manager doesn't know anything. <laughs> he's the same as me. He just has a different shirt on. <laughs> he's got a name tag. Yeah. It's got, That's he's, got it. the, he's the same thing. Have you not worked anywhere ever? Managers don't know anything. Get out of here. Yeah. I love that guy. You got any special coupons? Yeah, I do. And I keep them just for the smart customers that ask. It's 100% off. Your coupon expired last year. <laughs> right. No, yeah. we won't accept How it. How long do you want this to go on, Karen? Yeah. You do have this item in the back? Yeah, we keep them all in the back. You know what's in the back? A plate of cookies that, <laughs> <laughs> and our schedule with scratches on it. That's what's in the back. There's no magical uh, workshop like Santa's here. If it's not out, I saw you had it online. Well, things change. Yeah, talking to them, making people who are in charge of your food mad is the worst idea. And I know this hurts Brady because he worked at Porkopolis, and you want to believe it didn't No, happen, it but. hurts more because I've eaten out a lot. Well, yeah, and you don't, but you don't stir it up, and you treat the staff well. You probably, most of the time, everybody's fine. I'm talking about the people that feel like they have a slave at their disposal with a waiter or waitress. That they can treat them like garden. We've all been to dinner with a person who's like, "What? What are you doing?" Like that. Just even you can't get, believe that you don't even get mouthy with them. You don't even get a little bit agitated with a waiter. If you do, don't eat. You can fight them all day, but don't eat the food. But Porkopolis was Tony Romas, and you don't know it. You had you thought, "Oh, not there." Oh, it was Tony Romas. It was and Tony Romas was Bennigan's, and Bennigan's was Red Robin. They're all the same. Mid level, nice, but. Same talent, in each. and they're and yeah, and you look at their resume, and they've worked at all those places. They got their training, spitting and pooping and stuff. Scott Reese, is this guy, R E I S. Scott Reese is one of the. This is one of the funniest things ever. You think I own this business? I love this. You guy. think I own IKEA? I'm a part-time employee, halfway through a two-week notice. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Telling all my friends not to shop here. Tell them. You think I want five other yous running around the store? <laughs> Have them call me. I'll tell them. You think you hate this place more than me? I work here. <laughs> I know the sale ended last week, but can I still get a discount? Do you hear yourself? We can't go backwards. Time marches on. You 
the sale from 15 years ago, too? When's it end, Diane? <laughs> you want that price? You're going to have to go through the quantum realm with Ant-Man. Do you know how much money I spend here? More than you should. <laughs> Meatballs ain't that good. <laughs> Save your money. End my time. Doesn't matter how much you spend here. We don't thank our donors. This isn't PBS. Every time I come here, my order gets messed up. Then stop coming. <laughs> Make my day. Every time you come here, your order's messed up. Sounds like you're making the mistake. Keep I have to speak to your mother. Tell her she should be embarrassed. She raised someone to act like a baby in public. You want to speak to the manager, please? The manager doesn't know what's going on. Haven't you ever worked anywhere before? <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> but he couldn't be more right. Let me talk to a manager. You worked anywhere, but manager's a guy who had this job before me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, never, never, ever, ever. And there are people who will fight you on that. I had a friend named Jeff, and his oh wife was like, no, they are hired to serve me, and when I'm not happy, they're going to hear about it. And I'm like, you eat more human feces than anyone yep. I've ever the known. The customer is right. No, no, the customer is loud. And maybe right, yes. but the customer will pay. That's the mentality of the people in the back. If you've ever worked in, in customer service, you know... Eventually, the customer is just going to get there. But that one lady, she was horrible. I hated going to dinner with them because she was immediately. Did you just hand me my water with your thumb near where my lips go? I'm sorry, ma'am. I was just, I didn't. And the waiter was always kind of like taken aback by how quick she jumped. You take that back right now and bring me a water like a human would. And we're sitting at the table like, are you... I'm not eating here. I'm not I'm not asking this guy for food. And then she comes back and says, that's better. I can't believe you did that. All right? And then she orders... The, I forget where we were, but we all got salads. And I ordered one that was like, just it's a basic starter salad. It's the green stuff. And mine had a couple of eggs and a honey mustard drizzle over the top. And she didn't order that. And he brings the salads out. Right after the water incident, and she goes, "Wait a second, what's that?" and points to mine. And he goes, "Oh, that's the house salad. You got the whatever with Roquefort nonsense." Well, I want what he's got. Well, you didn't order. And she that. pushed her plate away, and he goes, well, "Okay, but you ordered this." And she goes, "I don't care. I want that now. That Man, looks better than this." And he took it, and I'm like, hey, "Christine, you're gonna eat. Uh, you're gonna eat human poop tonight." No, they don't do that. <laughs> okay. Tonight when you're like, my breath smells, it isn't the food. <laughs> I remember this couple came in at the tail end of uh, Pork Obelis down in Chandler, and the lady, this, uh, the waitress comes to me, Brady, this uh, lady would like to talk to you. Okay, come over here. You don't have a wine list here? No. Pork Obelis Barbecue, um, <laughs> we have... Um, Two white wines and two red yeah. wines. I mean, they're right up there, but I don't have a, a list. Out right. list. Unbelievable. Right. Honey, let's go. Yes. Wow. I'm sorry I don't have a wine list. Well, good. Um, At least they left before yeah. the waiter could start making his own wine in the back out of Jankum. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Hang on. I wrote him down. Here's your list. <laughs> oh, man. So you would have no, turned into a dick, too. And then the next thing you know, Brady's peeing in people's meals. I had a buddy's wife that was the same thing. Anytime you wanted to eat with him, you'd sit down and she's bitching about everything. Oh, mean. Yeah, Just, yeah, and, right. and I would always tell the sir, it, I, they knew which one was which, but I'm always yeah. like, that was not mine. I had yeah. the steak over well, here. I just make it a point now. Yeah. If somebody starts getting mean, I'm like, look. 
do whatever you want to her meal. That's fine. I, she deserves <laughs> it. Please don't take this out on me. I mean, this is just a thing. I'm I'm going to be extra nice. I'm going to tip you more for this behavior. Oh, we'd never do that, sir. Wink, wink. Yeah, I'm like, trust me, I know you would. And I've, I've been in restaurants before. It's not good. Yeah. I Well, the best one ever was my old manager, Bill Osborne. Gene Wilder's body, Jack Nicholson's voice, the best man in the world. And that lady that said, I'd like to speak to the manager. I'm like, you will, you will regret this. Bill is not the guy you want to talk to. And I go back and I'm like, Bill, the lady over there at table 14 needs to speak to you. I don't know what you did, John, but let's go find out together. And he made me stand next to him. <laughs> what seems to be the problem, ladies? Well, we came all the way down here. We got our meals. Everything was fine. We never got our chili or our cornbread. Well, that's because of one simple fact, ladies. We don't have chili or cornbread. I think the heat's gotten to you. You might think you're at Chili's. Do you want to go outside and read the sign with me, or are you going to take my word for it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we thought that... You thought. There's the first error. Wow. And I mean, he would eviscerate people that had complaints. It was great. Every time they'd say, I'd like to talk to your manager, I'd be okay. <laughs> Let me go get Give him. Give me a second. What happened here? Well, we'd like to take care of everything for you. Well, we would like, uh, but there was a chip off of my glass and it could have cut my throat. Did it? <laughs> no, but it could have. Yes, and meteors could have crashed down on all of us. I assume you want everything free. <laughs> well, we don't want it. I'm going to cut. Tell you what I'll do. The whole bill's free next time you're here. It's free again. Since you averted tragedy in such a horrifying manner. <laughs> well, I didn't. I just know I never asked for anything free. No, you did in your own way. Yeah, you did. And I couldn't possibly live with myself knowing how close it was to your demise because of our chipped glass. I'll be right back with your bill with a zero on it. I'll be back chipping all the other glasses. And I'd stand next to him just smiling like, you asked for him. This is you. You did this. Well, he treated us terribly. How? He gave you a free meal. He was condescending. And you got a free meal. Was that not enough? Three more, maybe? <laughs> you want me to drive you? to pull him off. You want What's me to up with another? He, What's did, the he got into a fight with a guy in the lobby once. He was mad because Bill treated him like garbage and still gave him a free meal. So people left like, I don't know what to do. Do you want me to drive you to the Burger King and buy you dinner now since you had such a terrible time? I, maybe I should grab your rent this month. <laughs> Sorry your onion loaf wasn't up to expectations. Hell, he was nuts. <laughs> he was a doctor. Got my uh was? Uh-oh. How come you never how come you're a bartender or manager in a restaurant now? I don't like to talk about it. What happened, Bill? What, what, tell me. We were in the DR. <laughs> huh? Right. I forgot. The gorillas had taken over. I'm like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> I asked why you're not Deep a doctor. In the... And I'm getting to it. So I had a choice. I had to side with the gorillas or the government. <laughs> what were you doing there? I was a doctor. Okay. We're out in the jungle. I'm with the Sandinistas. And I'm like, where'd they come from? <laughs> they were there. In the middle of a anyway, coup. the lady I was seeing fell off of her horse as we were riding from one destination to the next. As I tried to save her, I ended up killing her. And it made me not want to be a doctor anymore. You killed your girlfriend in the woods in the middle of a revolution? Yes. Don't talk about it. <laughs> and now I'm in the hell-baked state of Arizona, slinging ribs to hillbillies. You think this was my plan? 
I live at the Haystacks. He was a doctor, all right. We had a, a person drop out in the restaurant, and we're like, There's, we never believed him. Was like, we need a doctor. And Bill came over and did 100% of everything right. Probably saved the guy's life. Did everything right. And I'm like, you might actually have been a doctor. I tell you that all the time. Back when I was in the Revolution. Just got a text from someone. I don't know who it is, but it says 20 years in the business. Never did anything to people's food. But I've seen it yeah, done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every no, well, restaurant then, Yeah, everybody. And there are some people who don't do anything, but it happens. But you're complicit still. Oh, yeah. It happens. Eh, are you? I think so long as you frown on it. Uh, and, yeah, and doctors are, you know, like, not just at... Uh, Restaurants and stuff, and planes and things like that. They have to be yeah. perfect. They did. You see the story that they did the other day about uh, um, what happens to a dead body on a plane, and that always interests me because that lady died on me from Dallas to Phoenix that one time, and I I didn't know she was dead. They moved me, but she dropped dead on my shoulder, and later I found out that she had passed away or didn't make it. Mm. But they uh, they have a protocol, and they were talking to flight attendants and stuff about what you're supposed to do if there's no doctor on the plane. If somebody starts having a medical emergency and ends up dying, like they're trained with a defibrillator, they're trained for CPR, it's supposed to do CPR for 30 minutes, but if there's no response, it's up to the flight attendant to say, okay, Make this the is call. it. Right. And what they're supposed to do is strap them in the chair. Well, what are we going to do? Because I always thought they right. had a place for them. Exactly. They don't. No, we're yeah, strapping them up, up one of the floorboards and <laughs> right. put them in the Well, little... I would assume maybe well, they we got a, that a live the, well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, just, there's got to be something that pops open and you stuff them in. But then you start thinking of the... the uh, the visual optics of a stuffing a one of the passengers into the floor. He's dead. What do you want me to do? They strap him up, and if there's no blankets, uh, or if there's no body bag, you put a blanket on him. But could you imagine on a full flight, the person? Because at least there was a place for me you to move. You got two hours left on your flight. Your or or overseas flight. Yeah. Oh. Um, and I I know a person who uh, there was a it was a while ago. Lady next to him was like ninety something, and. Uh, had her little oxygen thing and whatever, and they had it off because I don't think you're allowed to have that on a plane, so it's like off. But she normally has oxygen, so she's sitting in the front, and she the second the plane gets to altitude, like starts getting up, she starts going out, <laughs> just rooster tail and oh, diarrhea. All over the place. Just, on, yeah, she couldn't man. control all of her body functions, shut down, and they're heading to like uh, chocolate LeBaron. Yeah, they're oh. heading to New York or whatever, and they're midway over flyover. And it's not beneficial at all to just land in Kansas City. Right. She's dead. Show so they, must go they on. T- they took it all the way. Oh, you got to be kidding me. And they just kind of moved her. And you That's know what, what else? I'm wondering if the person dies, I mean, you got to wrap yeah. them for sure. Yeah, I mean, they put them in a body Because the release bag. will happen. Exactly. The protocol is to move them to business or first class if it's available because there's less people. So you get an upgrade. Oh. Can you imagine that being in first class and all of a sudden Aunt Betty comes yeah. rolling in there? You spend like, an extra, oh, you tripled man. the bill. Yeah. You're, you're reading your Esquire or Barron's. Excuse <laughs> me, sir. The seat next to you taken? No, and it's been wonderful so far. We're going to need to upgrade someone from the back. What's she doing in that bag? <laughs> what, what's that smell? She's dead, sir. What the f- is going on? Welcome yeah. to Spirit Airlines. That's it. <laughs> exactly. Where, you know, you reach your destination before we do. Yeah, it's, it's so I was reading the protocol about death on a plane, and the poor flight attendant's job is to bag it up. And we'll go get the body bag, and then you're just sitting there like reading American Era, the Sky Mall. Like, what? 
do I help or do I move or we got to lay her down? What's the no full flight, sir? Stay in your seat. We're gonna strap her up, and then you have to find a way to make them not slump. So you sit them straight up in the thing. Yeah, there's got to be straps that yeah, would go around, like bungee around the yeah. chair. I guess I don't know. And they just sit Some there with zip their ties and yeah, stuff to the chair, body bag. <laughs> And then they got to get them off first, so everybody has to sit and watch it. But I did. I used to. I used to until I saw the story. Think that they had a holding tank. Like the live well in a boat has always impressed me because you don't see it, and then it opens up. Well, it's a huge space. Why don't they have that in a plane in case? And you stuff them down in there, and they're just in the floor. I've seen that dummy waiter every now and then on some of those flights, on the movies sure. where they go down to a lower level. Right. And the, well, those are those double decker flights. Yeah. yeah, we should probably have that. I don't know. It's crazy. It's, it's, they should have a dead well. Yeah, they should have a dead person holding area, or at least always have two seats available in case. But it's not, and and also the statistic was crazy: one in six hundred flights, uh, there's an emergency, a medical emergency, not necessarily a death, but one on average, one in six hundred flights every day. There's forty two hundred flights on average, I think, every day in the world. I think there's actually maybe more, but forty two hundred flights. So one in six hundred is there's seven a day. What is if that you right? Get three or four yeah. people and help you out and just. Put it, uh, lay it out, and put it in the overhead luggage. Probably slide it up there. Bag him up. What if it was like Dale Hellestray? Yeah, that you need six or seven. (laughs) You don't have enough space up there. Yeah, you're out on that. And Hellestray, he probably can't fly. His body won't tolerate that. But yeah, so that's how you do it. That's how you. That's how you make that happen. So, is there a doctor in the house? Becomes imperative because it's up to the flight attendant to do a couple minutes of CPR, give you a zap, and go well. I pronounced this one dead. I got no. I got nothing else. I got no training. I'm not reaching down in there. Bag him up. Put him back in his chair. Uh, drink service will be canceled today due to the dead guy. Yeah, it's crazy. I had that lady just drop dead on me. Just <laughs> head falls. She was alive at the time. They woke her up, and then evidently, I later what passed away. But they, we were between Albuquerque and Phoenix on our way back from Dallas. So they're like turning around to the same distance as keeping on going. So finish it up. We were looking for a place to land. When it started to happen, I think they were going to divert to Albuquerque. But you fly south, I think it would have been even up. And they're like, we're just heading. We'll head into Phoenix. Same well, distance. and then the, yeah, you, you change all the different flights. Well, you know, they can, I, I they guess can that wouldn't be that, that hard. It's one yeah. flight. They can do one. It's no big deal. But yeah, you just move it out of the way. They, oh, they're always ready for a plane that goes, we need to come in now. But this one dead lady, I don't know how many people have to die on a plane before they're like, we're going to land it. Because my buddy Brian had that pooping lady, and they didn't, they just kept going. So she's breathing heavy. Gotta see my dog. And turned into a Suzuki 250 and started shooting it all over. <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> oh my God. Shot up her back, out the sides. She just lost control of her body. Before the leathers, tweed seats. <laughs> right, the, the old ones, the old <laughs> TWA. It was an America West flight. <laughs> you imagine that, the lady next to no. you? No. Ooh, man, this is getting a little... You do it on a plane. I thought we were going to body bag you that time you farted on that pregnant stewardess. She sprayed him down with strawberry air. No, first. was a little sick. You got sprayed? Hosed him off. Oh, we're, really? Yeah, we're I thought you were kidding. No, we were front row. Uh, to Columbus, Ohio, and the flight attendant was pregnant, and she's sitting there facing us in that front row in Southwest. Yeah. She's facing us, and Brady gassed out, didn't say anything because he doesn't, and he's just chuckling. And I'm like, "Oh, come on!" <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh God! And the lady goes, "You're disgusting." 
<laughs> grabbed, <laughs> grabbed a bottle of strawberry glade and within like a foot of him just faced him. <laughs> it's like Earl Scheib spraying she, a car and, or something. And she just said, you are disgusting. My senses are heightened. I'm pregnant. I said, calm down, sugar teas. Yeah. Yeah. Brit, no, I you am didn't. the customer. You didn't have any control of yourself <laughs> at all. Oh, come on, that's poison. Stop. <laughs> and he's bright red. He's thrilled with himself. <laughs> I farted in the death tube. All right, enough. You're a grown-up. And it was just disgusting. <laughs> Farted all over. I didn't. He tries to deny it with that kid giggle. I didn't do it. I swear I didn't. And the lady knew exactly who did it by the chuckling nonsense that was going on a few feet from him. And I mean, she coated his ass with strawberry. Oh, come on. That's poison. And then he starts getting mad. That's poison. <laughs> I don't care. I want you dead. Control your ass, sir. And then on the news last night, I'm watching the uh, story. And every time, I just think that if you take in a nephew, uh, he's probably going to kill you. There's a story. The headline says, Phoenix man reportedly kills uncle after fight over who sleeps on the couch. (laughs) And I start to read it, and I'm like, this is like a template for every time a nephew lives with an uncle. you got to think about why he's there. He's burned his bridges with his parents to the point he can't live there anymore. And... Drunkle Dennis is always the one that... Hit. Right, but it's not like you're rooming with your uncle. I survived it. You stayed at your uncle's house. You did No, it no, no. I had long? Charlie live with me. Right, and you would have killed. he would have killed you, but he hadn't. He didn't do it because he had to. We're, you're talking about Columbus and Phoenix. He stayed at your house Yeah. until he got his... Not be- right. Yeah. It wasn't because his parents were like, I don't care where you go, but you can't stay here. So he goes down the street to his uncle's house. His parents are here. He lives here. It isn't like a family member doing a favor. It's like, all right, you can stay here so you're not in the street. Our buddy Thomas had it with his son. It's like you had to find when you have to find a place to live. Nephew lives with him for a reason. Well, and Charlie probably would have killed if he stayed any longer. You had to boot him. You basically, had to say, let's get this together, kid. You can't stay here forever because he was gonna. He's playing video games all day. He's not doing anything. Couldn't find a place to live, right. so his dad buys a place. <laughs> right. That was essentially what happened. He got kicked out by his rich parents and you. Into a better situation, into a, a great place downtown on Central that was just aces. And he ruined it. He ruined Son it. Of a- <laughs> nephews that say, can I live with you? Not, can I stay with you? Can I live with you? I'm not allowed at home anymore. The answer is no. You're going to be in the news. The picture of the guy, he looks like Mo from The Simpsons. The poor kid is. Oh, jeez. Oh, There's yeah. problems. That's yep. Sideshow Bob. Yeah, oh, he's got too. the hair of Sideshow Bob in Mo's face. He looks like a Simpsons character, but... According to court documents, he had his hands up and told the police he just shot someone inside the house. He's laying on the couch. It's my couch. <laughs> they shot him like nine times. They had nine millimeter casings all over the place. Parts of the gun were everywhere. Family members said that uh, Miller had a history of hallucinations and undiagnosed mental That'll disorders. That'll do yeah, it. because he's the nephew. Nephews that want to live with you will end up killing you. Nieces seem okay. But- and I did... I feel like I knew that a little bit going into it, that Charlie's not hallucinating too much and no. not into that. I mean, but you good need enough. It. Yeah, you you were getting tired of Charlie. It was time it for was Char- time. It was time for Charlie to get yeah. moving. Nephews can't stay. He can't live with the uncle. He can stay for a week. He's a house guest. Six weeks. Yeah, that's too much by five. You give a nephew. You're an uncle. You uh, you have no obligation to your nephew staying there. If the parents have given up on him, why is this subset of parents giving it a run? Come on. Who's gotten along with Uncle Brady? Screw you guys. All right. Go ahead. Live with him. Make him your problem. They don't want him anymore. You shouldn't take him in. If your parents don't want you, 
No one else should. I can't imagine ever going, all right, Marcy, Dan, that's enough. I'm heading off to someone else's house now. <laughs> like that, that's it. If, if Nobody should accept you. You can't do it. But nephew living with uncle? Ah, more than three months, there's a murder. Yeah, you and Charlie even. You would have been a Dateline special had he stayed 90 more days. Well, then I end of it. You really still here, Charlie? Get off my back, old man. <laughs> I'm going to lob his head off. You had fantasies about Charlie falling in the pool and stuff, probably. I did. Yeah, you did. Deep down. Sometimes think- when Charlie was wasting time and not working and playing video games, you, you kind of rooted for a truck to maybe bang into Charlie once. A couple of times. I know Ronnie did. Ronnie, Ronnie yeah. dreamt, of, Ronnie dreamt of his death. Good. Yeah, no, he didn't. You complain yeah, because he doesn't do anything. He never well, no, does anything. Well, no, when we would, uh, we could go out and do stuff because sure, he, he could stay with Kirby. Babysit. You yeah. used him. Ronnie wanted him dead for a while. He doesn't do anything. Just sits around. And plus, you're going to work every day, and there's good old Uncle Char- or nephew Charlie and Ronnie. And they say, hey, Aunt Ronnie, went to lunch. <laughs> and she's just was he's fire shooting out of his eyes. She wanted to kill him. Because that's normal to want to do that. That was great. Cause I, yeah, when is lunch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rose-colored glasses didn't ever see a problem, but I'm sure Ronnie sat and said, we got to get Charlie out of this house now. Why? What's he doing wrong? He's not doing anything, and he shouldn't live here. He's not ours. He's a drifter. Also, there's only, you know, you can only go so far on the scholarship program. What do you mean? I'm saying no, you know, free room and oh, board. Oh, yeah, you got to charge I'm like, okay. Right. It, either in the next step, if you're going to, you know, I'm not going to boot you out yeah. right away, but you're going to have to start. That's just you being non-confrontational in. and sweet. What you're basically saying was, I'm sick of paying you Well, away. I wouldn't do that to my, you know, I, I answer that like, I wouldn't do that to anyone else if I was living with my right. sister or whatever. After if a little while of it, I'm like, hey, can I uh, I'm start in. paying rent? I got to pay for something around here. Yeah, if it comes down, and to he the was point, cool about that. Where, I mean, well, yeah, because he knew he'd aced you for a good five weeks, and it's like, oh, now I got to start paying. Well, I'm going to find a place to live then. I was going to ride this until you got mad. Oh, nephew's living with with Anson. Says, uh, hold on, Bogan. Whatever happened to the punter? How long did he stay? <laughs> That's right, the long snapper or whatever. The bodybuilder punter. Yeah. He was a week or. Well, that yeah, was, it was a that little was planned, over a week, though, right? That yeah. was yeah. yeah. He wasn't a drifter. Hotel he needed, six. Yeah, he needed a place. Kind of was. Oh, that's yeah, right. Long Brady's snapper. place is a motel right. six. He's big snapper. on letting people from Columbus. Oh, I hate You know he has an open door policy, people, don't you? No. <laughs> if you say, I'm an Ohio Twinks. boy and yeah. I need a place to stay. Well, let me just swing that door open yep. for you. OH. I love the OH. Is there one R-O. city in Ohio that you wouldn't accept anyone from? Like if there's a place that's just the dregs? No. I haven't come across it yet. Obviously not. Yeah. What is, I forgot this. Why did the long snapper stay at your house? I knew his dad. Oh, okay. And then I had a buddy that uh, was he combining it or something out he here. He was. He was yeah. trying to get into the NFL. Right. So he's invited to this uh, tryout, basically. Oh, right. Jared. Yeah, Jared. And he didn't rent a car or anything. He you towed him around too. Um. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's yeah, even yeah, worse. Yeah, I think yeah. I gave him a couple of rides. Couple. So you got you were a sucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a good kid. Yeah, he's a good kid. Yeah, where's that he now? Still makes you a sucker. Um, he is, well, he went through part of uh, SEAL training and then decided so it was offered. SeaWorld. So he he didn't fail. Yeah. He was offered the spot you can continue on, and he just wanted to see if he could do see, the program. I still it. think he's lying to you because he, uh, you can't be a SEAL without being in the Navy. Yeah. He and was they don't just offer to... jobs to people. 
Invited to go through the workout, according to him, or through the training. So he went over to Annapolis or um, wherever they do it. Maybe it was San Diego. I think I they know. do it in San Diego. Like, yeah. But either way, Coronado. you don't just get an invite to be a Navy. Yeah. You get me in the Navy. It's so like what? You're candidate. like, you're like Top Gun on the beach <laughs> playing volleyball, and some dude <laughs> strolls up to you and says, hey, yeah, you know. You should be one of us. Yeah. Really? You should come down do and try to our join? little workout no, program. No, no. Skip yeah. all that. So he's John Candy. You guys got a good <laughs> workout program. But that was at least John Candy joined the Army. I had never heard of that before, but... Evidently, I think you misunderstood is. that. Your stories sometimes get convoluted. You heard SEAL and you assume Which that. Is Maybe he's doing SEAL trainer. Yeah. <laughs> seal no, it's trainer. great. Yeah. He was a SEAL trainer. And you're like, oh, wow. No, and they offered me a job in the sea. Holy cow, the Navy. One of those deals. I'm sure he comes back and he's just basically like, this one's flip-flop. Watch what he can do. And he put a ball in his mouth. Oh, that kind of SEAL training. I misunderstood the whole. I've been telling the tale. I don't know how it works. But I know that the, the SEALs don't put ads in the paper and say, come on down. Now accept that. Now hiring. Yeah, yeah, they don't just now hire SEALs. Don't do it, John. I had a bad one. My wife's sister got kicked out of her boyfriend's house. Yeah, I know. Needed a place to stay no. for the night, she said. Three years plus later. What? That's on Horrible. You. That's on you. That's on his wife, too. And all oh, yeah, yeah, you can't be suckered that The long. process is called SOAS, SEAL Officer Assessment and Selection. If you want to be an officer, you have to go through the process before you can you have to be in the Navy. Even go into the OCS, Officer Candidate School. Yeah, but you have yeah. to be in the Navy. A candidate in yeah. the Navy before you. Evidently, he was in. He's just that big a badass. Long snapping in Ohio. His... Have you seen this long snapper? He was out amazed. on the beach. We got to get him in a war war zone. That's <laughs> <laughs> just shaking his head. <laughs> Thoughts, Brett? I, Quickly, succinct. I got nothing. Yeah. I mean, I just, yeah. I these, are, these are things in the world yeah. that are so foreign to you. And they only it happen is. to Brady. They only happen No to one you. ever has it. Well, I had to live there, and then the, the SEALs offered him a job, and he killed bin Laden. Like, what? <laughs> the long snapper killed bin Laden? That's what I think. I'm telling you. All right. I'm not denying it. It's just as new news to me. SEALs offering people jobs is something I've never once heard of. Until you and me, so I'm just going right, off. But of I'm, what you're he's telling saying. me for the first time, and you seem normal with it. And I'm like, I just don't guy think says, that's accurate. Uh, John Brady's buddy probably went to pre buds, which is where they train guys to get ready for buds training. But right, you yeah. still have to be in the Navy like to go. That Jeff kid that worked here that wanted yeah. to be a Navy SEAL, but yeah. then they kicked him out. Right. He wasn't yeah, even allowed in the was, Navy. Uh, I don't think he passed his psych. His leg gave yeah. out. He had bum knees. His, his weed habit was still unstrong. Yeah. They don't Bottom do- line is, you stu- you do still have to be in the Navy. Yeah, to get a job offer. Yeah. You're just the go-getter we're looking for. Do you like dressing up like the guy on the Cracker Jack I box? I do. You're in. All it takes is the uniform, the hat, and a little gumption. Yeah, so you can't really be in the Navy SEALs until you're in the Navy. Correct. Get invited. So I think what he did, he went through that thing, and they said, all right, you, you qualify. Could do it, you want to do it? We're right. going to station you here if you're going to do it. And he's... Yeah, he did Declined. Navy SEALs training somewhere else. Because Tiger Woods yeah. did, trained with the Navy SEALs. But See, these are the things you got to straighten out. There was a story once where Brady's friend and uh, made love to Meatloaf on a 45-hour flight around the earth once. And that the details changed later. <laughs> Meatloaf basically kicked the guy off a plane. Eric Zilmer? <laughs> yeah, they kicked him off the plane. They landed early to get this asshole off the plane because he wouldn't leave Meatloaf alone. <laughs> Gave him 700 in cash. <laughs> And left him in a foreign land because the guy was bugging Meatloaf on the plane so much. So they've landed. That I had a lady die on me. We didn't even land. Meatloaf gets annoyed. And they're like, put this plane on the ground and get this guy out. And they did it. My friend, my friend was a roadie for Meatloaf. Wasn't even close to the true story. 
it was before. I won't do that. Yeah. So you got to take his stories with a grain of salt. And just, you know, get through the middle. Why have you not written a book? You should. And I then mean, I would what, edit it. And most what are you of the doing things, this radio thing? Yeah. I mean, well, my first God. off, have you seen his writing? <laughs> yeah. Second, yeah. his the sentence structure well. would be like, second graders would be like, this is a disaster. <laughs> and then later. The sketches would be yeah, good. But how, yeah. yeah. Well, the stories would be great. As You know, you need a ghostwriter. Oh you tell your stories and then that guy would like go, if he didn't kill himself by the time all the stories had meandered to an end. Rose-colored glasses, the life and yeah. times of Brady Bogan. Uh, is that right? Is what I think is, is <laughs> that should be called. Is that right? Plenty of people. Yeah, also plenty of people to back it up. You would plenty think it would be stories. in the fiction section, yeah. but it's not. No, it's and not. Then, now. And then the hysterics of the Brady audio book would be oh my, my favorite. God. That would be the best. Then, oh, he has to read it too? Yeah. Well, the. Yes. He had chapter five. Chapter five is called uh, On the Other Side of It. And then they're, but you know. Yes, he'll. That's not a thing. I have to, have to decipher it. It's a puzzle. This word's not supposed to be. I see it goes here. Every fourth word goes over here. Yeah, it, it would be fascinating, though. And then I would write a counter book going, the truth. Brady, your story's <laughs> cool, but I think this kid just ended up going to one of those trampoline places and exercising. <laughs> he was an exercise demon. And he went over to... Uh, Jungle yeah. gyms or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he was at Sky Zone for a weekend, and some drunk said, you should be a Navy SEAL. Okay. All right. Got recruited right there at the Sky Zone. He's a blue angel. He's a fitness freak. Yeah, he is a fitness freak. That is true. That's easy to determine. Yeah, that's a very true thing. Yeah, but if you got an uncle or and you're like thinking about moving in with him, uh, think about what you've done to your parents to make it so. Why would somebody who didn't birth you want you around to stop? That's a tough one for the uh, you know uncles. Just you can't take in the druggy nephew. My dad it did never it with worked. ours. It's my dad did it. He took his nephew in our house, and he was Just doing heroin in further. the bed next to me. He had a spoon and a candle in the nightstand and shared a room with me. My dad was oblivious to drugs. Took in his nephew, and then like a few weeks later, again, same thing. Got him an apartment, everything else. Got him a job. They find him strung out on the job site. My dad goes to his apartment, and he's got needle marks in between his toes. And he told my dad, some guys shoot up through their door. You want to see that, too? He's oh. like, if you're that hard up for that, I didn't know any. We learned a lot about that, but never. I, maybe that's my PTSD, but you never take a nephew in. If his parents don't want him, you shouldn't either. You're not fixing it. Military school, that's the answer. Get him in that SEALs training like Brady's friend. Anyway, uh, the wake-up song. What do you got on the uh, big board today? Oh, the wake-up song is brought to you by Jackson Ride Shop. Our buddies over there. It is <laughs> e-bike season right now. So going through September, every month they're having different specials. This month it's uh, 10% off all e-bikes and $25 off e-bike rentals. So go to actionrideshop.com. Check out what they got. And, you know, I mean, it's we, we do have some suggestions in there, but a lot of people are suggesting the new one from Slipknot. Done. And so we have that in the system we'll now, so we're going to get that one going. He's got a text from my buddy Brett who worked at, or works with me at Tony Romas, and he goes, I had to pull over. He said, I wish people knew how true the Bill Osborne stuff was. <laughs> His, he, and Bill's the one who gave Brett the nickname Hard Times. <laughs> Looks like you're creating some more hard times. Table 35 says they want everything free. What'd you do? Why is their baby crying hard times? Hard Times has done it again. I'm sorry. We call this waiter Hard Times. <laughs> You'll because understand. he creates that. And eventually he gets to someone. Tonight, he got to you. So tell you what I'm going to do. 
for the rest of your life you eat free here because I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Drop the name Bill Osborne. Yeah. If Dave Pratt can write a book, so can Brady Boo Dog Bogan. <laughs> you heard that, right? Yeah, that's what Don no, King called him on the King phone. Called him. Brady Bulldog Bogan. Yeah. <laughs> Brady the Boo Dog Bogan. Oh, boy. Yeah. Don King didn't make a lick of sense, but he was given Brady. Talked about ants for about eight minutes. Absurd interview. Well, anybody that would agree to do Rocky Five has got to be. It wasn't him. That wasn't really Don King. Oh, I thought (laughs) you were talking that was. No. Oh. Five? No, not in five. He was George Washington Kane. Oh, stop. You know what I'm talking about. Well, he played the part. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't Don King. But he still agreed to do it. (laughs) No, he didn't. Don King had nothing to do with Rocky. Oh, I thought he was in that. Just how much I pay attention to that movie. Promoter. (laughs) My God, it's a black guy with tall hair. He just assumed. Well, that must be Don King. It could have been Kid and Play for all I know. (laughs) Uh, That's not making it better. Uh, King and Play. (laughs) You saw that video. It's like Don King rapping. Can't believe he's doing Rocky. Unbelievable. And it still it took two explanations to get through to him. No. Well, he agreed to do it. No, he did it. (laughs) He was never near the set. They were making fun of him. But you know, with uh, Brett, Rocky, the movies, those are real. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, it's real yeah. life. That is true. That is a good point. Uh, it's new Slipknot here. It's called the Dying Song, and if they're dying next to you on a plane, they're gonna bag them up. I would be taking so many photos of that. How bad would it be? Like they gotta have something else because you don't ever see it on Instagram. They must take your phones and make it so you can't take pictures of that. Yeah, you don't. If I had a dead person next to me, I'd be taking a thousand photos of that. They're recording the fights, anything that happens. One out of 600 flights has something like that. You'd think a guy would take the uh, the selfie or something with the bag next to him. Yeah. <laughs> they bagged the thumb up. up. He bagged the old broad up. So it smells it says, like cabbage uh, and poop. Could I get here. you another snack? Yeah. It says, uh, according to Nesmith, there are around 102,000 flights per day around the globe. 102,000? Works out to around 8,500 flights per hour. And on average, one out of every 20,000, 27,000 people die on Earth. So do the math. Wow. Because they said one in every 600 flights has an incident. That, I average. would totally believe that. Yeah, I, but I had read some flights is what three hundred people a flight. Two. They said that there were forty two hundred planes over the United States at any given, or time. maybe it wasn't over the United States, but at any given time, there's forty two hundred planes. Yeah, that according to this one, eighty five hundred an hour. There's eighty five hundred flights sense. in the air, right? Crazy. Well, yeah. Well, one's landing, one's coming up. So maybe sure, sure. But I mean, average now. Wow, that's a lot. Well, eventually, if you're flying, somebody's going to die next to you. Enjoy that. Uh, and it's the dying song. Time to sing. It's new Slipknot. Uh, the end so far is the name of the album. And uh, did you listen, Brett? I've listened to a little bit of it. I okay. heard the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. You liked it. All right. Well, this is supposed to be the heavier song right, that, that they're going to release. Say, yeah. Oh, this is there's the gonna, puncher. Yeah, there's going to be a re- there's going to be a radio song. You know, kind of the Vermilion type thing. Right. But this is supposed to this be this is the heavy the one. Heavy right? one. They're bombing you with the good stuff here. All right. It's the dying song. It's Slipknot. It's brand new stuff. First again. It's ninety eight KUPD. Go get them. Sign down right there. We Something about that song gets me. Where I find it funnier than I do the message. It's like it's catchy, but just sounds. I just wish it was like in the video. I wish they would have done something where it was just all they're all dressed like Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, that would have been better than like. And then oh, I missed the On horses. Yeah, bully, bully. Oh, it's about uh, old Teddy. Theodore. That's what I say, bully. But it's not that. It's about... Bully, bully. Push him in the dirt till the words don't hurt. 
Uh, it's shine down right there. It's bully. It's 7.42. And we just realized this as I looked at the thing. Toledo's been quiet. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Toledo Ryan. girl. Happy birthday, Toledo. Thanks, guys. You get anything special today? Or you, is it, it's, not a, it's not like a monumental nah, thing. Nah, it's I no big deal birthday. Yeah. Yeah. 53? 54. Four. Holy smokes, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You'll You're a week away one. from the five. Uh, I know. Gigantic. Less than. Yeah, it's next uh, Tuesday, right? this year? Uh, 49. 49. Yeah, I'm one behind him. All right. No, no, 49. <laughs> one guy's in the fetal Plus position. Plus 20, <laughs> and then we're there. It's a fetal position and <laughs> yeah. a nine. Yeah. <laughs> we did 49 last night. I just shivered. Uh, well, happy birthday. We'll play a little Toledo Growl later today. Toledo's birthday. Totally forgot. I thought it was the 19th for some reason. Today's the 20th. So there you go. You're the 20. You got your free Starbucks this morning. I did. You get your Denny's breakfast later. Ugh. And uh, that's about it. Uh, There's no, a ton um, of places. Ranch House Grill is bringing in breakfast. Not for me. For, for well, for your birthday. Later. It's a birthday it, breakfast. Yeah, yeah, there you it go. Now. now it is. Ranch House will bring Toledo's breakfast. Uh, and today, today, if you mention that it's Toledo's birthday at Ranch House Grill, uh, everything's free. Sure. All of it. Yeah, Tom, Tom Winter, Wintermeyer then, sent you. Buy around for the whole place. If somebody just, just uh, sings happy birthday to Toledo, the whole... Watch Leland go, who? Yeah. You uh-huh. get a free piece of toast. No. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Well, that's not a bad idea. But I like the idea of anybody who just stands up for no reason at all, puts the hand over their heart and starts singing happy birthday to Toledo. Everyone in the room eats a free breakfast. Anyone right who claims right they're my father yep. eats free oh, today. Toledo's dad eats free everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, if Porkopolis was still alive, <laughs> I would pay to have the windows painted. Toledo's dad eats free. <laughs> it's like when Jerry Glanville used to leave tickets for Elvis to all the home games. Yeah, Always leaving a ticket. Right. Doors always open, old man. Well, happy birthday, Richard. Good for you. Proud of you. Toledo's uh, big birthday. Do people say that. Proud Good for you. you. I don't know. You made it through you another made it. year. <laughs> That's how everybody's saying you, that. Like you it's your fiftieth, your fiftieth birthday. What are you going to do? And I'm like, I think I'm supposed to be fifty. I think right. I, I think that's, that's like, like that isn't in the like monumental achievements category. Like you made it to fifty, right? I think it's kind of in a little bit past middle. You're supposed to be hundred years ago, maybe. <laughs> yeah, like now it's like being thirty. It's like oh, it's a, no big deal. Like fifty is. Eh. I'm not like blow. Oh, you're fifty. I'm like I know it's the last yeah. relevant birthday. Sixty, yeah. you're done. 60, you're Nobody like, you're reason. completely useless. And then from there on, especially if you're a woman, from there on, it's just barely breathing here. It's there. What's well, 50 Until you step I mean, it up at the village. Oh, 50 I mean, for a woman is like, that's the worst yeah. thing ever. And some still look great, but it's still like you're 50. That's why, ladies, and it's not my doing, when they put a 50-year-old plus woman on a thing in a bikini, they say, look how great she looks for 50, because most 50-year-old women don't. It's shocking to see how good Elizabeth Hurley looks, considering her age. That's what Yahoo says every time. J-Lo's 50 years old. Look at this. Can you believe it? Have you seen most 50-year-olds? She's different. It's all touch-up and surgery. Whatever it is, it's working. (laughs) Not Oliver's 50. Okay. (laughs) It's not my fault. But yeah, every time a woman over 50 does a bikini shot, they mention how old she is. Every time a woman 27 does a bikini shot, it's just like Emily Ratajkowski's in a bikini. Age not relevant. <laughs> Elizabeth Hurley is 50-something. Look at her. Well, how old's Selma Hayek now? Over 50? Yeah, yeah, I mean. And then you get the other one. who uh, Kate the, Beckinsale, she's Sophia Vergara's yeah, about close. my age. I think she's almost 50, and they put her in bikinis, and it's just like, 
It's like shooting people to the moon. They get so excited that a woman has the capabilities to look like that. Brad Pitt. She is 50. She's Sophia, we're is the 50, same age. Yeah. yeah, I've been keeping track of her for a while. It's at 17. How old is that one? <laughs> and just some hikes, 55. Yeah. Wow. And the word wow comes out. Yeah. Now look at Emily Ratajkowski. Oh, she's 33. Yep. Yeah, 55 and whoa. She held it together. Because we all fall apart. It's not a bad thing. The ones that don't should be put up on pedestals. Like, right. look at this. 55 and wow. That's impressive. That's why it's always amazing when someone says, you look great for your age. That's actually an insult to everybody else your age. The bar has been lowered, and you look pretty good, considering we moved par back. You're hitting from the upper tees now. <laughs> and from the championship tees, not so great. But from where you're playing, not bad. It's a fact. Uh, let's get right to it. It's 747. It's time for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. Brought to you by Hooters and Bud Light. And it's Wingsday. Yeah, yeah. Feeling good on a Wednesday. And uh, Wingsday at Hooters means that you get 20 wings uh, purchased. 10 of them show up for free. So you get 30 of them. 20 you buy. 10 show up for free. All day. Every day. Dine in or take out. Only at Hooters. Wingsday makes its appearance each and every Wednesday. That's how you remember. It's very close to the same word. Brady reported. Good Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. It's also National Hot Dog Day. All right. Even though Joey Chestnut down 63 dogs on the 4th of July, National Hot Dog is always the third Wednesday in July. Okay. Like Thanksgiving. There's a few deals. Always right around my birthday. That's right. Yeah, you get National Hot Dog Day. Toledo. Are you going to have a hot dog today in honor? I might. Had one last no night. kidding. I might. You are yeah. so always non-committal. <laughs> I don't want to say I yes thought no. about it. Wow. <laughs> well, I've thought about jumping over a building. I can't do it. Are you going to do it or not? Then play it by ear. Man, oh man. Decisions, decisions. <laughs> it's not that big a deal. Probably. I did text a buddy. Maybe? He said it's National Hot Dog Day. You did? Yeah. That was the conversation you had with another wow. human being? You're yeah. surprised. <laughs> Is he allowed out of the home to have a hot dog with you? What a boring chat that must have been. You know, it's National Hot Dog Day. We should probably plan something. A couple of spots you can go to today. Who do you text for Hot Dog Day? Peter Kaufman. Oh. Okay. He's a foodie. He knows where you can get a good hot dog. <laughs> so when the you best. found out. So sometime before 7 a.m., a man received a text from you that said, You know, it's Hot Dog Day. We yeah. should start thinking about it. And there's a good chance he's it's like, six, yeah, it's let's go to uh, this place. in the morning. Leave me alone. <laughs> just wanted to get that out there. Oh, jeez. Was he awake? No, no, he doesn't get up till 10, 1030. You woke him with that. No, he doesn't. That, that won't wake him up. He's going to wake up to it. Yeah, with a smile. You think? Oh, yeah. Man, you got some weird friends. Let's get excited over basics. Waking me up over a hot dog. I'm, uh, <laughs> if I'm, I got I'm a tag pissed off. You know, that's like one I'd ignore. Like, it's a national hot dog day. Delete. <laughs> the hell's my, what's wrong with you? We have to get together anyway, so I figured, why not over a hot dog? Chug down some wieners and chat. Yeah. <laughs> got a couple of fun facts. <laughs> Conversations with yeah, a bogan. Brady's, uh, t- you should do a talk show called Wieners in Our Mouths. <laughs> <laughs> You just test out eating hot dogs while you have an interview. 
Bats eat enough insects to save the U.S. over a billion dollars a year in crop damage and pesticides. Thanks, bats. You got any people that put up those bat houses in your neighborhood? Bat houses? No. Yeah, they're up in our neighborhood. Superhero type? No, they're like these little thin type houses where the bats go up in there. No, I don't want bats anywhere near. They're on poles and all. I don't have a big enough bug problem to worry that I need more bats. I don't like bats at all. They're in the area. I see them, but I don't want to attract them. I don't want to give them a place to stay. That's the nephew conversation. I'd sooner have a nephew living with me than bats. In Oregon, anyone who's been in a duel is banned from running for office. Still. That's a bat that's house? That's a bat house. They go yeah. in the bottom and they go up there. And Did you put hang. food in it or something? Nope. They just hang they in there. They just find it. Yep. And they know that box is a bat house. They, they, they'll find I don't know how, but they find it. Yeah. What's what's stopping a bird from making it its house? Because the birds, there's nothing for the bird to hang on to up there. Huh? Like huh? like a bird needs a perch, right? The bats go up there and hang upside down, right? Where? It's a box. The bottom of it is the opening. See the yeah. And they go up in the box. Oh, so there's That's no. It's got to be good no for about floor. twenty right. bats, no floor. twenty or thirty bats. Yeah, maybe. Okay. That's- and they just all, the word gets out that there's like a little apartment. Somehow, yeah. How much is that thing? Free housing. This one's 54 bucks. 54 bucks? When you put a shoebox and you cut the bottom yeah. out of it, it's yeah. a bad house. I mean, I just brought up the example. Yeah, yeah. The first one was huh. for sale. So. No, I have. I would consider the person that puts that up in my neighborhood crazy. Why are you bringing in bats, man? Because they take care of the insects. How bad is your insect problem? Well, you had the scorpion problem uh, for a while. Yeah, but there were bats in the area, and they were still scorpions. I'll they call them after pest control. Yeah, I, guess, yeah, I got, I got a guy who's going to yeah. poison the earth for that. I pay, bats I, aren't going to get your scorpions. I pay that. No, no, they don't care about scorpions. It's got to be flying. Yeah. Like mosquitoes and stuff, right? They're getting oh, yeah. no seams. Yeah, if I wanted scorpions, I would just have a backyard full of cats or something. Instead, I'll just have hunter pest control come and saturate the earth with deadly poisons giraffes and humans have the same number of vertebrae in their necks seven the only difference is that the vertebrae in a giraffe is about 10 inches long it's not the only difference between a neck giraffe and a human <laughs> but i understand nope. what you meant the only yeah, difference the only, there's, John, no, there's a lot of in the vertebrae <laughs> tons of dip- no in the number of vertebrae no no you misheard me the, the only size difference. of the vertebrae yeah humongous i knew that there's some differences Brock's is uh, the candy company, is now selling tailgate flavored candy corn. Mmm. What? Oh, no. Someone noticed like it at Walgreens, and uh, they're selling them online. Each pack has five flavors that are supposed to taste like classic tailgate foods. You ready for oh, this? Barbecue. You said tailgate flavored, meaning like yeah. the flavor yeah. of a tailgate. Yeah. I'm like, how does anybody know what a car tastes like? Tailgate food. Tailgate the wording. Food. The wording. Right. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I misunderstood you know? the whole thing. You see the picture of the bag. There's uh, hot dogs, hamburgers. Um, then they have flavored popcorn, vanilla ice cream. Sounds like it'd still be better than candy corn itself. Yeah, well, I hate candy corn. They have it. Uh, earwax. It's little triangulations uh, of earwax. That's all. Candy that's a good corn, point. I never thought of it that corn way. Tastes like right. if a ball of earwax made itself into a. Why didn't they have a, a beer flavored candy corn? <laughs> Yeah. There you go. Aren't those just called jelly bellies? Yeah, they're those no multi flavors. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Candy corn trying to escape the flavor of candy corn is not a bad move. It's the 53rd anniversary of the moon landing. Oh, that's right. Toledo's, you were yep. one when it I was one year old. 
dead had long gone. Uh, so dead was on the moon within a year of that. <laughs> so they polled a thousand Americans and asked them if we'll be living on the moon or Mars permanently within the next fifty years. Most people say overall thirty percent said yes. No kidding. Um, another ten percent said very likely. Around twenty percent said no way. In the next fifty years. Yeah. There's a lot of technology that has to be invented for that to be a thing. 70% of us have a favorable view of NASA. 14% unfavorable. Doesn't it take like four I think years? nothing of it. I, I, I've never, <laughs> I, I, I never I, said, wow, NASA, what a great organization. Well, I do think that they're great, because they, but I don't think about That's it. That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. If yeah. someone says NASA, I have a favorable feeling. I'm like, they're good, and then it's over. But I'm not sure if they are. I just assume they are, because... They invent a ton right. of money. They invent a ton of stuff, too. But doesn't it take... That like, was the thing that they're asking. The, the, our favorite thing that they've given us, NASA, is GPS. Yeah. They just flat invented it and gave it to the world. 76% said it was money well spent. We launched our first GPS satellite in 1978. It's amazing. What we did without it before... Well, like I was telling you, golfing. Yesterday I was on a golf course where they don't have the GPS in the cart, and you have to go look for sprinkler heads to tell you how far away right. everything is. That wasn't that long ago where that was normal in golf. Yeah. Right. Now, when the cart tells you how far away you are, you're 133 yards out, and it's deadly accurate to the pin. And that was an advantage then, to have oh. sprinkler heads labeled. Sprinkler heads Before were that. You were guessing. Well, you used to look for the colored sprinkler head. Right? You'd have the, the, there's a dot. Usually it was yeah. a white, yeah, they'd white blue, and red. yeah. And the one hundred yard out is a red stake. Right. Blue is one twenty five and or two hundred. They and would then, do trees sometimes, yep. like a bush. So you could guess from there. Oh, I'm about one hundred thirty. Now you're dead. You're within the yard. And yesterday I'm playing. I'm like I have no idea where I am. The GPS has changed so much without us even blinking. Seventy percent also think spending ten billion dollars on the Jimmy Webb telescope was money well spent. So far, we're going to learn a lot. So I guess we do like NASA, Brett. But again, but again, we never think of it. A couple minutes from now, yeah. I'm not going to go, man, that NASA. It just doesn't pop in my brain kind of like Sofia Vergara does. Right. Yeah. I think if you were to say which is a better thing for humanity, Sofia Vergara or NASA, deep down I know the right answer, but I'm going to answer Sofia Vergara. Oh, yeah. Because there's more of a chance that I'll understand her than anything NASA's doing. We wouldn't, we're not going to get to Mars in the next 50 years. Without new inventions for travel, because it's like five-year trip to Mars, right? It takes a yeah, few years to get so. there. And if you piled people up and put them in a ship to get there, uh, you think of how long it's going to take for building supplies to build stuff to live there. So that's another 20 years before there's anything. Even if we could start right. today, we're 20 it's, years out from a place How many shuttles can you send right. up there and how big? It'd have to be like RVs. You'd have to send living quarters to Mars to build living quarters. There's a man in South Carolina named Christopher Polyduru, who's a huge Pokemon collector. You know he's serious because he's 62 years old. Oh, he's a even pervert. keeps his cards in a temperature-controlled con- room. Pedophile. Last week, Christopher called the police. Said part of his collection was stolen. Police report said the cards were valued at half a billion dollars. Did you just count the numbers? Yeah, you just, you yeah. just yeah. how many zeros are there? What? <laughs> Did we just watch the gerbil run? <laughs> Christopher says the I'm cops sorry, made a mistake. Was... It's more like five hundred thousand. 
So they added three zero. They, Brady, the yeah. officer Brady, was writing the zeros. <laughs> Probably three more in that one. I don't know. Five hundred million dollars in Pokemon cards. That's right. There was eight zeros. And then, but the, at then, then Officer Holmberg looked and said, "I don't think that's right, Officer Holmberg. <laughs> I think I think you might have added a few zeros. No, half a billion. That seems heavy. So the guy's card collection is worth more than his house. At half, uh, five hundred thousand. Yeah, at five hundred thousand. Uh, among other things, he's missing three unopened boxes of first edition cards. It happened sometime in the past year. Christopher says the only outside people who were in that room within the past nine months were workers with a HVHC company. Yeah. Oh, he's got no Police friends. Investigating. Nobody. Li- he lives yeah. alone. Yeah. He's sixty-two. He looks at pictures of kids on the internet. And I guarantee you that the only people in this house are workers. He lives in the same house as he inherited from his exactly. mom. He's never well, man, moved out of yeah. his bedroom. <laughs> mom died, and yep. he's in the house, and the Pokemon cards haven't moved. N- and never has a girl busted through that threshold outside of maybe uh, you know, a real estate agent that looked at the house once because he thought it was a cute thing. And then he jerked off to that for months. Yeah, that guy is... Uh, we're going to read about him in the news again later when he kills a kid. This woman in Michigan... Named Kashante Short was stood up on a date a while back. Uh oh. You don't stand up Kashante's. No. <laughs> and she didn't just complain on social media. She sued the guy. She's asking for $10,000 in damages. She claims she suffered emotional distress because he didn't show. And it was her mother's birthday and her mom had just died. She also is claiming that he committed perjury. Because he lied about his intentions. Well, there's some online footage of a virtual court hearing between Kashante and the guy. And the judge is about losing his mind. It's amazing that he is listening to this and actually taking the court case. Because that's what the guy, her date, was like, I I know showed. More or less, he's like, I didn't think this this should be thrown out, right? Oh, you say he's committing perjury. She's saying that in court he's committing perjury. That the perjury. guy wrote her. You know, she's got a written thing that he right. signed saying, I'll meet you. And he's denying in- that in court. No, he said Because well, that's I the only way it. perjury works. You have to be sworn in. Under oath. Right, that's what so I'm saying. So it's in the court. video yeah. part. So this is all. She's saying that while he's in court, he's committing they're, perjury, yeah, they're, lying about their date. It's a Zoom date. court gotcha. hearing between the two, whether or not it's going to go any further. And the judge is going to kill them. What's Kashante good looking? Uh, <laughs> that big that oh, I can't man. see her. Let's let's see this beast. I thought you said it was. A, we can't. It is, but let's I don't see think the beast. it shows her. I don't yeah. think the uh, uh, camera shot shows her head. It just you can let tell. See, let me see. His it's head. a zoom of her chest, her chin. Well, how many chins? <laughs> good, good question. Kashante's chins. You didn't watch this at all, did you? There right, she right, just saw profile, again. and then it doesn't have it on her so much. Uh, yes, it is. Hair. She has blonde that's, hair. That's not something that's really justiciable in, in district court. I'm sorry, what do you, I can't hear you. I said that's not something that's justiciable. He's doing the morning in, in, in district court. That has to be uh, brought in circuit court. So you said it's not permissible in district court. It has to be um, taken to circuit court. That's an equitable action, yes. Mr. Jordan, let me just ask you this. Are you planning to uh, represent yourself on this? 
uh, I, I, to be honest with you, sir, I, I, I thought this was just going to be thrown out. Uh, it was, <laughs> we had a date, one date and nothing else after that. And now I'm being sued for $10,000. It was, I don't re- see how this is going to go any further. I think it's a waste of your time. Now she'll get into the purge. The problem is this. You know, if you think it should be dismissed, you know, you need to file the appropriate motion. You need to file a motion. Oh, God, our world is over. I can't even watch anymore. This is ridiculous. She sued him because well, she, she gets once she mentions the perjury thing. The perjury. He, it was never perjury in the beginning. It was per, perjury after his response. Well, you can't you can't say. Listen, he has he has the right to put whatever is in the answer. I'm, I, I think I just came up with and a new idea like, for you know, a show. Perjury is it has yeah. to be under oath. Yeah. Bet uh, court it is my this, favorite thing yeah. of all time because yeah. the judge is tired. Everybody's got the attitude of like, well, how old up now? Is she in the library? Yeah, she's at Target or something. <laughs> Then my documents will prove that no, he lied no, in his response. No, 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 no. <laughs> that poor judge, just throw it out. Oh, this yeah, is like Judge Mathis. Have yeah. you ever seen I him? I love Judge, judge Mathis. Mathis. He's got the ghetto judge yeah. court show. He, he sits great. back and he's like, hold on a second now. What'd you just say? <laughs> Are you a crackhead? Yeah, you're on crack <laughs> right now. You're on crack. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Judge Joe's the best. Mm-hmm. That's, his, that's usually his... Uh, his judgment at the end. Mm-hmm. For the plaintiff. <laughs> I've got a Wild America radio video. All right. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Booker, and this is your Wild America radio video. <laughs> this guy posted a video of himself and some friends watching some cute raccoons Aww. climbing up a chain link fence in Philadelphia. It was in an alley. Right. And then, out of nowhere, a different raccoon charges at top speed and bites the guy in the leg. Good. Oh, and this guy's surprised the clip by continues it. continues yeah. later as he's commentary? in the hospital. Oh, does he give commentary? Yeah. I don't want I that. You don't have to go to the commentary. But go. the point is. They're just climbing on a fence, having yeah. a good time. Oh, oh. oh little guy fell off. Oh. Next guy kind of tumbles oh. down. Third one falls down. Okay. Oh. He hung on. This one got a good grip. Let's help him. And they go over and try to help him out. Yeah. And then they attack. He bit me! He bit me! He bit me! It is relevant. <laughs> <laughs> On the That's side. you someday. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's you, Brady. Yep. Someday with your stupid oh, camera of something meaningless and boring as filming. Won't it. happen. Yes, it will. <laughs> you keep bothering wildlife. That's what you get. He's in the hospital getting his first round of shots. Good. That's you. Let that be a cautionary tale, yep. Brady. Be careful. No, you. I'm telling you, don't tell every you. I'm talking to you. Not yep, be careful, you. Stop bothering the wildlife. It was all he could do not to leap out of that cart and chase that roadrunner around like the coyote the other day. <laughs> He's got a lizard in his mouth. You don't see that all the time. Yeah, this you- is driving me crazy! <laughs> you don't see that. Meep, meep. Don't. Yeah, it was uh, dangerous. Is that it for Wild you gotta America? you got to be careful. That's your Wild America radio video. Got a couple more radio videos. What are they? Trying to get there. Well, you can tell us what they are. Okay, the first one comes from, uh, this is actually from uh, Ice-T. This guy's doing a little backflip into the pool uh, using the uh, pool ladder. Okay. Oh, I see. He's going to use the pool. He's a fat guy. Oh, (laughs) man, that has no sound. Slams himself. That has to have sound on it. 
There has to be because oh, his he doesn't make it in the pool. Half of him does, and his big fat body hits the side of the thing and his spine's in half. Oh, good God! Oh, that's horrible. That's gotta have sound. Nothing. Ice T's all about sound. All right. Next one's from Sail Snail Masters guy on a razor scooter doing. An extreme trick! Okay. Down some stair- steps. Like razor a scooter would be scooter, fun. Yeah. Oh, man. Where's the broken arm? He didn't make it down the stairs. I think it's the lace from the hoodie, but I thought it was part of his lip and that on the thing, but I think it's oh, the lace. God. That's about 12, 12 steps. None of these jokers have medical training. Every one of them is, takes a face plant sometime. <laughs> And I can't imagine all these people that do this. I mean, this has to be done in places with socialized health care because yes. not everybody's got insurance who's doing this. Next one's a little oh, league game. Oh, that's a facial. He's right in the cement. The last one's uh, celebrating this kid's, mm. I forget which game, 50th game or something. Kobe is the kid's name. And they have the whole, they're holding up the sign and he runs through it to start the game. He's 50th little league game? That's mm. too many games. 50 games. I think this is soccer, Brady. Yeah, it's soccer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but said, isn't everybody his name's said, Kobe. Kobe, number 23. Oh, oh. oh, he doesn't make it well, to the, Little League soccer. the cement <laughs> sign. Oh, oh. <laughs> there has the other to kids be like, hold off. What do we do? What do we do? How's he? How are we celebrating 50 games? Like, don't all kids who play in leagues get to 50 games? I would think so. And that's not even Kobe. That's 12 going through there. <laughs> yeah. You know, why is number 12 running through Kobe's sign? That's why it doesn't work. And then number four is thinking about it. By the way, yeah. number four is not the star of the team. Uh, no, 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 number four is a bit there's timid. There's no way. Number four does a lot of bench stuff. What are you doing, Timmy? That's Run! Run through No! That is Lucas. <laughs> Screw you, Yankees. We never got a celebration of, like, Iron Man play. No. It's the new world. I guess. 50 games. What's the big deal? I'm trying to think. Little League. No, Alex probably didn't make 40 games. So we've played, like... League. Two seasons, fifteen or sixteen a year, and then All Stars. We got four or five more. He might have made forty-five, fifteen and fifteen in total. Yeah. Huh. At playoffs, okay, yeah, he hit fifty. So you're like the 50. Crash Davis of Little League soccer. Yeah, exactly. Gonna, <laughs> exactly. Isn't Iron it, leg. It's a shame, really. It's like you got held back and got to play. How do you get to play longer than any other kid? And that was it. Because he didn't make the 50th after the Right, because it broke his neck with the sign. <laughs> they had to do something about this kid. <laughs> Who's keeping track of that? You know, it's your 50th game. It's a pretty pretty big deal. Plus, how about the coaches hanging on to that sign rather than letting the right. kid just break it down? Right. <laughs> I'm not understanding why that's you know, a celebration. The coaches are going, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, how many? Ga- you don't even know how many games your own kid played. Who's keeping track no. of this? No. And then club club ball too. Yeah. That's a kid getting a trophy Man. for everything for every he does. Thing. Fifty games. Who cares? Wait for one hundred. Going to retire. They're going to have the sign, have and they're, they're going to dig a pit is, so the kid runs and drops into a pit. The kid's thirty years old if he's in his hundredth <laughs> little league game. Yeah, just hang yourself if you yeah, if you play a hundred little league games. Yeah. Just just kill yourself. You're in three you're leagues, or yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm thirty one years old. I'm yeah. Going for the record, the Marcus. A hundred games. Listen here, Almonte. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing for Web Technologies this year. They, they do coin-operated washing machines. That's my team. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Anyway, all right. Well, it's Toledo Craw. That's what's going on.
You can win Toledo's birthday present, as seen on TV, as we start to grab things off the interwebs. And Toledo's present will be if he wins. He's got to earn his birthday present today. Uh, it is beautiful. So we'll do that in just a little bit. In the meantime, uh, absorb it all, because that was your Brady Report. Thank you, Ben Halen. It's uh, 824 here in the morning segment. It's Toledo's birthday, everybody. It's uh, Big Dick Toledo's super happy birthday, and we're very proud of uh, Richard for making it this Hi, far. Hi, Richard. Man, just think about it. 54 years ago, right now, the joyous noises of childbirth and love pouring out of the hospital, and uh, the things that are synonymous with the birth of a Toledo, like... Uh, Cars peeling out, people screaming and running away. Contemplating, do I need to move? Yeah. Fathers going from six feet tall to little specks, little dots, and then disappearing off into nowhere forever and ever. It was his birth. 54 years since Toledo's dad last saw him. Great stuff. Uh, But this is it. This is the day Toledo was born, and uh, Toledo's dad started running. 54 years of them. Did he even see him? The past. I don't know. Because I thought at one time his mom was like a champ on that, just like for for the dad. She yeah. kind of kept it. Well, they I had don't to, want it. She well, didn't want anything. They to, had to discuss it I while thought, she was growing. Hi, Richard. Richard. Find out. I don't know if dad ever even saw him. Hi, Richard. He was around for a couple weeks, or did did your dad ever? He never saw you. He was gone before the, the birth. Wow. So it wasn't even cars when, peeling when up. She, and, when she found out she was pregnant, they had a discussion about. What to do? Do you want to be in or do you want to be out? Right. And he had already had uh, knocked up his wife. Right. What wow. ended up being his wife, which was his high school sweetheart. So he said, uh, "No, nah, I'm going to choose door number two over here." I think he's coming down. Here. There he goes. There he goes. There's your dad. Say happy birthday. <laughs> happy. It's your annual happy birthday from uh, dad. If it was farm implements, you'd be right because he'd be taking the ranch anyway, stuff away. Toledo's dad throwing the happy birthday at him. One more year. Fifty-four years in a row. Of the air horn, letting him know. All right, we're going to play a little uh, Toledo Gras. We've got some prizes here uh, off of uh, QVC, uh, as seen on TV, Home Shopping Network, things like that. You guys can call in and win with Toledo. You team up with Toledo, you get a few questions right, and you both get the birthday present that Toledo deserves oh so richly. Uh, So if you want to play 585-9800, that's what we'll do. Toledo Gras is on us right now. Happy birthday, Richard. It's 98KUPD. Time now for your glorious birthday, Toledo Gras celebration! Prizes galore! Tons of things. Look at this showroom. Oh. I call my shot beforehand. You're not going to get birthday. anything? Uh, no. No signs. After you, what you, you saw oh, in my shed, I don't yeah. want any. Oh, yeah. Richie's fixing Toledo took a picture of give a, me a sign. his backyard blowing up from the storm the other night, and I happened to catch in the very corner of the picture, he's got a shed. And I squeezed in on it, and it just says, Rich's Fix-It Shop. And it's this, and I'm like, oh, that's where he masturbates. <laughs> Not even neon? No, no. thank God. Son's going to cook it's that thing gift, one it's summer. It's a gift from yeah. Lisa's sister, and like I told Johnny, I said, yeah, oh. I feel about the same way you do about it, but I had to put it up. I, saw, I don't know why, but I just squeezed in on that little tiny shed in the corner. Rich's Fix-It Shop. I'm like, oh, there's weird black and white cutouts of New Times bikini ads from the 90s and jerk off all over the place. I was going to send you the companion piece to that, the little wooden plaque that says Rich's Bar that she got us for oh. when we put in the cabinets over on the bar side. Oh, I found the too many, Too many goddamn right. signs. Brett's still printing out all these glorious uh, 
found prizes. the ultimate here. Boy, do we have some good Remember, stuff. Remember, Brett, your birthday's coming up, <laughs> I know. Too. No, That's these right. are good. These are good. <laughs> no, the, the Gras happened. Everyone's. One, one, I know. Every I two know. weeks. For, well, you and I are a week right. apart, and then Brett and I are another ha- week and a half. Yeah, on the 7th yeah. of August, yeah. Yeah, so it's... Uh, There's another one for The Gras are flying in. <laughs> oh, this is solid right here. <laughs> oh, the, uh, do you want me to go through the list of things sure. you can play for? Oh, man. I told yes. you that one's gold. This is first on the docket. All right, the first thing, and I'm telling you right now. Oh, this one jumps to the front of the line? This one's front of the line. You're playing for this right off the Ooh. bat. Oh, for $19.99. <laughs> and normally, you're gonna, you're saving $59 for this item. That means it's way too overpriced. <laughs> it seems like to be a little heavy. It's like it's triple in pr- You save $59 because it normally $78.99. Today, we get it for $19.99. And let me tell you, before I tell you what it is, with just the turn of one wood handle hand crank, the time-saving apple peeler cores, peels, and slices in a That thing is in a one You don't even have to play for it. I'm I'm getting that This is the best, most thoughtful present ever. Is it hand-drawn or is it? Oh, yeah, it's hand. Look at that. It's an old Amish apple peeler and corer. Uh, that is a bargain. We can I like watch the peel, though. Toledo, you can watch the inside of your apples turn brown faster than ever. You don't even need to bite the skin off. And the skin can sit quietly in the corner to nice be eaten coil. later. Oh. Baked enamel finish with a wood handle clamps onto any tabletop or Sweet. counter. Sweet, right here, right next to Brady. <laughs> Remove the drudgery from preparing apples. <laughs> Go back to the basics with Peel-Away Apple Peeler. Toledo, it can be yours today. If you win this Toledo Grand. Whoa, sorry, I turned up the wrong thing. My fault. I got excited about the apple peeler. All right, here we go. Uh, who's on line one? They're going to win an apple peeler, too. We got Art on line one. I mean, think about it. This is $160 worth of prizes if these two get it right. And yeah. we're only spending 40 bucks. Pretty good, Big boys. time. All right, here we go. Art, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, wish Toledo a happy birthday, would you? Happy birthday, Toledo. Thanks, Art. Uh, when's your birthday, Art? Uh, it's in February. February. Nowhere near now. All right, here we go. Yeah. I'm... All right. Some of these are going to be easy. Some are going to be tough. I think you got to get all five right. All right? Good luck. You're a team, so here we go. Question number one. An arachnophobe's nightmare, what large furry spider was originally named for an Italian city? Tarantula. Ooh. He says tarantula. Art, do you want to go with Toledo? Or you got your own. Tarantula. An Italian city. Yeah. Toledo thinks t- tarantula is the answer. Do you want to team up or do you think it's Do you not, know I any think, other hairy spiders? Good point. Uh, all I can think of is a wolf spider, but that's. Art. Not an Italian city. <laughs> Art Toledo oh. thinks it's t- tarantula. Do you want to go with Art or, or with Toledo? Jesus, or I'm come up with too. your own. Or do you, do you think that uh, you have a better answer? You're a team. I don't have a better answer, but yeah, I know. I, I don't have a better answer. I don't think that it's tarantula. It could be. So I don't have a better answer. Have to go with Toledo. Well, good. He's saying he doesn't have a yeah, better. I don't answer. think he has a better answer. But my Christ, yes, it's tarantula. What else would it be? That was the easiest it question. Is. Not like a baboon spider. I don't think it's tarantula. <laughs> but John, but, it is uh, though. Art, uh, but I don't think it's tarantula. Yeah, he, he's still not sure about tarantula. But it is correct. You got one right, even though it was the most. They're on the board. Terrible route to get there. All right, it's question number two. Art and Toledo talk amongst each other. Don't be afraid. <laughs> This isn't a, a coffee date. You don't have to live with him. You can disagree. Yeah. In Superman, Clark Kent was a reporter for what newspaper? The 
Daily, the Daily Planet. Yeah. Is this the Daily Planet? You're both on board? That's yep. two. All right, boys, that's wow. two. Cruising. Oh, man. Presented, uh, or I'm sorry, patented by its inventor around 1900. Who was the person who invented the folding bed? Thomas Futon? <laughs> Thomas Futon. <laughs> It's inventor. So we just want the name of the inventor Ooh. of the bed that Art, do you want a half an hour to think about <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, Art, you got some time on your hands, No, what... no I I have no I have no I, idea. I got no answer for this. We're looking food. for I'll say futon. Murphy. Yeah. Oh, the Murphy, the Murphy bed. bed. Uh, oh, sorry. Man. Art, I'm afraid we're gonna have to let you go to your rather slow day. All right, thank you, Art. We'll talk to you later. Uh, happy birthday in February. There you go. Art's off the line. All right, we got Jim waiting here. Jim, are you there? Was it Dr. Futon? <laughs> Hey, Jim, are you there? Hi there. Hi there, Jim. I'm sorry. The apple peeler is uh, going in the garbage. Hey, gentlemen, it's going Sam in the garbage. Oh, I know. Can, uh, Toledo. Not even gonna he can make one of his wood shop. Yeah, you'll build one of those. I'm going to go with this next one, too, because you're the only one in the room who would use this. Brett's got too much pride, and he's got a barber. But you, my friend, you're ready and ripe for one of these. Floby? Ro- a robocut. Ooh. It's a low-level <laughs> floby. Uh, it is uh, basically the robocut uh, home haircut system. Gives you a professional hairstyling. That's a sketchy term. Going like that. Professional hairstyling results in the convenience of your own home. In fact, the system is so simple and precise, you give yourself a perfect cut with your eyes closed. And I want to watch you do that. Is it like the Floby with a a vacuum attachment? It sucks and cuts. Yeah. Brett found this deal online. The RoboCut normally sells for $69. Ooh, $99. Today, it can be yours for $68. (laughs) We're saving a buck 99, boys. All right, here we go. That's better than the Floby. Answer away. You're a team, Jim, you and Toledo. So talk amongst yourselves once we get through these. All right. In 2000. Oh, that was. When's your birthday, Jim? Jim? Next month. Next month. We're getting close. All right. Uh, in 2007, what grandmother of six became Speaker of the House? Nancy Pelosi. So Toledo still has pictures at his house yeah. of Nancy Pelosi. Yep. He thinks that's right. You're Signed going with that, autograph. Jim? That's right. It's exactly right. Nancy <laughs> Pelosi. Signed autograph. Not necessarily by Toledo. Right. Uh, this time, actually, by the person. All right. What soft drink calls itself the Uncola? Seven Up, right? Oh, Seven Up. The both go with seven up. That They're is dominating. Right boys. Nice. We're on fire here. Jimmy, you're still there? Trying to get hit by a car. Yep. Right, I'm, I'm right here. Here we, here we go. I think that's right. Stay off your razor scooter, Jim. All right. You're going to have to talk amongst each other on this Uh-oh, one. Okay. Don't have a lot of time. Eight U.S. states have two letter postal abbreviations that end in the letter A. Give me Ooh. at least six Massachusetts. Iowa, Massachusetts, Louisiana, Louisiana, Washington, Washington is four, California, five, California, come on, Uh, 10 seconds, Maryland, Maryland, Pennsylvania, and Pennsylvania, there's seven. Sorry, we can't accept your first answer, which was Maryland. That's oh, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. man. If you, and Pennsylvania, if you wouldn't have shot off with uh, that one so fast, the judges wouldn't have been so tough. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Sorry, Jim. How would be the difference between Sorry, Maryland Jim. and Massachusetts? Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Mama. <laughs> can't have two MAs. 
Uh, Jim, I'm sorry, Toledo screwed you rotten on that. Damn no RoboCut for either of you. The RoboCut is in the garbage as Toledo grows. Now 0 for Damn 2. It. Who's on line 3? We got Adam waiting. No, no, no. no. Uh, I got nervous. I can get him on the phone if we need to. (laughs) We get a robo cut for Adam and just speed up his day. All right, Adam, are you there? Uh, Yes, sir. All right, this is a good one here. Oakley, Oakley. Yeah, this is a good one. (laughs) This is solid. Uh, You're playing for the Curtis Stone Durapan Contact Grill. That guy can cook, Curtis Stone. I don't know who that is. Curtis Stone Contact Grill makes grilling easy and the convenience of your kitchen. You don't even have to go outside. Mm -hmm. Grill meats, vegetables, seafood, more, or... Use it as a sandwich press for a perfect panini or a yummy open-faced sandwich. Oh. You can use it to heat up tortillas, fritters, and the like. comes with a DuraPan nonstick coating. It's basically the George Foreman bro. Oh, yeah, I got a picture for you. How about that bad boy right there? Ooh, Brady's yeah, a little sandwich press. Nice. Brady's nice. half hard. That was Brady on this one, yeah. That's <laughs> a, is, is that considered a raclette, Brady? No. No. Don't even tease about raclettes around Brady. I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure what a raclette is. Then. No one is. Brady knows, so just leave it at that. All right, here we go. Where are the questions for this thing? I don't even know where they are. It's around here somewhere. Happy Hold birthday, on. Toledo. Thanks, man. When's your yes, birthday? Sir. Uh, November. All right, here we go. Team up as a team. That's how that works. Okay. All right. Shunned by charcoal traditionalists, <laughs> liquefied petroleum is another term for this. Fossil fuel? No, uh, liquefied petroleum is propane. He says propane. Do you think he's right? Propane, or is it? What? Read, read yeah, it again. Or... Shunned by charcoal traditionalists, liquefied yes, petroleum propane. is another term for that. Propane, propane is correct. Well nice. done. That is question number one. You got that right. You can't talk yourself out. Right. Go with your gut. Right. Number two. Sometimes eliciting an LOL. What two-word phrase is abbreviated JK? Just kidding. Just kidding, yeah. Just kidding is correct. Well done once again. Teamwork makes a dream work. That's right. <laughs> what is Honda's answer to Lexus? Uh, Acura. Acura is also yes. correct. We're just going to let Toledo run We're on rolling. this one. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Now they get difficult, so hang on. I'm going to need some help. <laughs> <clears throat> What president's diaries, published in 2007, include the revelation that, quote, getting shot hurts? President's diaries, published in 2007, include the revelation that getting shot hurts. I gotta remember what your favorite guy is. What's this then? Yeah. Um, no, uh, <laughs> Kennedy didn't have a chance to answer whether it hurt. Say, I'll yeah. just say Reagan. Right? I just gotta Lincoln? Say Reagan. <laughs> you yeah, think it's Reagan? Reagan. Yeah. Published in 2007. Reagan? Pre- you think it's Reagan? Both you go. It is Ronald Reagan. Wow. Getting shot. They're one uh, away. They're one away from winning this grill oh, 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 oh. for $69. Come on. Brady's upset because he never got a chance to win a grill. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. This is a tough question to come up. Name <laughs> name four of the five Charles Dickens novels that uh, made BBC's list God. of 100 best-loved novels Jeez. of all time. There goes that girl. Jesus. I will give you one. <laughs> if you name two, I'll, I'll let you have Thinking it. Charles Dickens? That's one. Uh, Not I'm much. No, please. Five. What is that? What is the name of that book? Oliver Twist? Is that what you're trying? Yes. (laughs) 
More please is Oliver Twist. I'm just helping out. Little orphan Annie? No, that's not. 12 years an orphan? What are we looking at? Damn it, 12 years. Well, that was the Black Annie. That's what I call Black Annie. Remember when they made Black Annie with Jamie Foxx? You know any Dickens? Um... One Dickens book. That's all you need. Uh, Dickens cider. Eh, all right. Uh, I'm ending it on Dickens. I knew he was going to say no, that. You said it. I was cutting him off. What no, have I ever nobody's said? Coming down 50 seconds. Not you, Toledo. Sod coming. Dickens. You got. Which one did you? Which one did you guess? I haven't yet. I thought you threw one out. You said Charles Dickens. Charles. No, Charles Dickens is the author. I know, but that's, no, what, he that's what he said. Well, that's what he said. You said that's one. Yeah, you said that's one. Isn't it Chris? Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol would have yeah. been correct. God's sake. Also, uh, David Copperfield, Great oh, Expectations, God. A Tale of Two Cities. That's the one I was trying to think of. Idiots. Uh, <laughs> what a bunch <laughs> of idiots. What a non-literary so one. Oh, you're so stupid. Sorry, sorry about that. You're Come out, on. too. And Chris, there goes. Read there, a book. Yeah, pick up a book and try. There goes the grill, boys. There goes Damn it. the grill. I know Brady's upset. He was going to come over and watch you George Foreman. Yeah. Stuff. All right, last one <laughs> for Toledo Grog. John is on the line. President John? No, no, no. Oh, man. John, are you there? I'm here. All right, I'm going to let you guys choose your prize. Uh, do you want... It's called the Gold Rush. We have the X-Hose. We have Arctic Air. <laughs> the X-Hose. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm picking for you because I think this is the best prize we've ever had. I'm going to go with the Sosmoto. Yeah, I like that. Is that the one that moves moves in the pan? Is that the thing that moves in the pan? Let me tell you what Sosmoto is, and then (laughs) hang on to your britches, boys. (laughs) I just love the name. Brady doesn't care what it is. (laughs) Sosmoto sounds right. (laughs) He's coming up. I want one of them. Coming up a pun right now. Brady's coming (laughs) apart at the seams at this. Sosmoto. Here we go with the Sosmoto, and I'll tell you what, you're going to enjoy this. Uh, Do you ever struggle with coating your French fries in the car with ketchup while you drive? Yes. Who hasn't? <laughs> Sosmoto locks down to the center console so you can add Stop in dipping oh, sauces and fries. Look at the picture Somebody of the Sosmoto. Somebody is hard. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the most Let me amazing see that thing. Again. Yeah. It's the solution for the age-old problem of creating a mess in your car, trying to dip your fries and drive at the same time. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Sosmoto is an invention that only Brady can love, wow. and it can be yours, Toledo, today. If you guys, you better through, win this. You got to get the sauce moto because Brady will be your passenger in your life. <laughs> I got to see the bigger picture. Want to go out for curly fries? Yeah, this is going to be fun. All right, wait a minute. It clips to your vent. Yeah, it clips to the vent oh of your, your air so conditioner. So you get ketchup in the cabin. Cool mm. air blown ketchup. The sauce moto <laughs> is all yours. <laughs> exactly, Brett. That's the right for ten dollars and ninety cents. That's the world you live in, Brett. <laughs> Right, Pull up next go. to somebody at a light. Is that uh, happy birthday sauce on your belt? Thanks, just find happy birthday. Just Thanks, out of man. nowhere, people just shout that out like Tourette's. All right. Oh, and we lost him, too. Oh, he just just just, yeah. that That's why he said that. That was a sign-off. We got someone else here. We got a, a he Melissa. He just committed suicide playing <laughs> yeah. my game. He didn't want a sauce moto. I've already got one of those. Yeah. One more? Give me Melissa. Probably a guy. But Melissa, are you there? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Dan, actually. All right, Melissa, here we go. Good luck to you. All right. Uh, Who's Melissa? We're Why playing for a sauce photo. I got to find the questions and answers here. Yeah, get off yeah, Get off your speakerphone. For crying out. Oh. Please. All right. Here we go. You're a team. Great job. Here wow. we go. Is how clear that is? It's amazing. Are you there? Yeah, we're here. Outstanding. All right. Here's your question. Here. Good luck. Team up. Like cobras, crocodiles, and calculated killers, most sharks are ectotherms. What is that? 
Ectotherm. 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 They are warmed by the environment. Ectotherm. They're cold-blooded. They're warmed by the environment or cold-blooded. Well, they're cold-blooded. Cold-blooded is correct. Nice. Nicely done. Sosmoto is four away. Yes. We're four away from dipping fries and driving with our knees. Yeah. You get some of that of... cane sauce in there? Oh, oh damn. Man. All right. Caniacs unite. <laughs> I mean, this is the, at that point, this is the equivalent. No, 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 no. no. The cane sauce comes in a round thing. Uh, we'll dump that thing. in there. Yeah. you got to put it in the oh, nice okay. holder. Let me tell All you right. this. Getting a Sosmoto for Brady would be like getting a mirror for a Coke <laughs> addict <laughs> that he can attach to his vents. There's six of them. Have, right, it is so in his birthday. Regardless and is, the result, we have to save that for February. Oh, the sauce moto stays. All right, here we go. We're just we'll get like a whole bunch of those here and give them go. away to Brady every time he has a question. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if he has one flawless Brady report where he doesn't stumble or screw anything up, oh, he gets he's a sauce moto. The rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> we could you could make a sauce moto with your mind faster. All right, here we go. Are there vents in the back seat of your car? Oh so, yeah, oh, all three at, levels. Oh, Kirby can get a sauce moto in the back seat. All right. A Las Vegas museum with exhibits that include a mink cape and rhinestone-studded car. Pay tribute to whom? Uh, Liberace. You want to go with that one? You agree with him? I'm going to say Elvis. Ooh, we've got a, a battle between That's the teams. That's in Graceland, not in, not in Vegas. There's a museum in Vegas that either is... Good point, Toledo. Good yeah, point. Rhinestone-studded car. Back to you, Melissa. And a mink cape. <laughs> Melissa. Uh, no, I'm going to say Liberace. All right, he's gone with he's Liberace. Gone. Okay. Final answer between the team. Elvis, the Vegas yes. showman. Liberace. It's Liberace. Twink. Yeah. Nice. Well Toledo went twink <laughs> first. Yeah. 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 You lean twink one Find with Toledo. Way to twink All right, this here we go. <laughs> Introduced by Procter & Gamble, this chip... Uh, alleges that once you pop, you cannot stop. Lays. No. Lays. No, 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 no. It's a... Uh, it's a... Uh, uh, pop. Is it Pringles? Once you pop stop, the can. Pringles, you pop the can. I think it's Pringles. It's Pringles? Yeah, Unless, I'm going to say Pringles. You both say Pringles. That is correct. Nice. Oh, we're two away. Get him over here. Let's just get him one. <laughs> Order three. Just order three if we win. The one time you're sexual in this show. Yeah, I know. It's, about it's a just about us. Oh, God. I could lick that. <laughs> All right. so close, baby. Uh, the Satin Dolls, located on New Jersey's Route 17, oh. provided the setting for what strip club that is fictional on television? Oh, you better get this. Oh, my God. What is the name of that club? Oh, um, Come on. Oh. Help me out. from Sopranos. Exactly. Oh. Five seconds. Oh. What was the clue? The library? No. No. Satin Dolls is located on New Jersey's Route 17, providing the setting for what fictional television strip club? Oh, my God. Well, for the Sopranos. Yes, they didn't. What was the name of the strip club in the Sopranos? Now the question has changed. It's the same question. uh, Was it the Boom Boom Bayah? Phone a friend? Bada Boom. Bada Boom? Boom Bayah? Bada Boom, I think it is, yeah. Bada Boom, you're going with Bada Boom? Jesus. Look at what I'm about to do, Brady. No! <laughs> I'm crumpling up the sauce moto. <laughs> and it's going in the garbage. Sorry about that. Nice try. You were one away. Well, two away, actually. Man. The bada bing, you dumbasses. Man, Brett, man. Brett just crapped his pants. Oh, man. Brady's digging through the garbage for that sauce moto info. <laughs>
Put we it are, in my notes. We are that fat and disgusting as a nation that it's like, you know what I need is dipping sauces. Handy. While I drive. It doesn't spill around my car. Why not just use your cup holder as a massive dipping sauce cup? And then Ooh, the other one for yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that seems that's, reasonable. That's coming up no, next. Brady, you should have said. Done. That's ridiculous. <laughs> just squeeze it on your knee. It's been done already. Wipe it back and forth. <laughs> <I'm done already. laughs> Unbelievable. There you go. I almost want to try another round because I got so many prizes. All right, we'll do one more. All right, you know, five eight five nine eight hundred. If you want to play Toledo Grots, Toledo's birthday. What he wins, you win, and he's won nothing so far. And that sauce moto. That can was we bring that one. one back? That we'll, was just so good. We'll start off with the sauce moto right, for the next right, one. Good, all right, good. Sauce deal. moto's got to go out the door. Thank you, it. Jesus. Ninety eight KUP. Told you guys, there's a god. All right, let's try one more round of this Toledo Grot for Toledo's beautiful birthday. You know what we should be getting is uh, that stuff that scrubs away um, tire marks in your driveway, since that's synonymous with Toledo's birth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Our tire, a gift certificate yeah. for discount tires yeah. and new Michelins. <laughs> the new Michelins because you're out of there. You spun them out, <laughs> and you got to get new tires because you're down to bald. <laughs> Every time Toledo's birth gets brought up. Boy, uh, it did not go well for Brett and that... Uh, Bada boom oh, question. I can't believe that. Yeah, that I, hurt. You could just hear it in Brett's head when they said bada boom. I feel like I've been stabbed in the heart. Oh, my God. F*** that. Yeah, the whole cast of The Sopranos came floating around the room, ending it all. Tony, what did you think of that answer? The f*** out. Oh, that was Chris. Tony? F*** that. I'll say it again. Oh, my God. What the f*** is there to think That's about? Paul. <laughs> they're, they're all screaming. Anyway. Well, good luck to all of you. We have another batch of people on the line, and we are playing for the Sauce Moto once again. Back on the table. So Brady's you know resurrected. Light yeah, up. You know what they say. Practice safe sauce. Brady wrote all of it. The Sauce Moto is the solution for that problem. Universal mount. Say goodbye to ketchupless fries. The old days of digging into the bag because you can't wait to go the mile home, and you got to get into that Benito, but you don't have ketchup to dip them in. Say goodbye to that. Five-in-one sauce. Aperture, which nobody doing this knows what that means. I got my dipping sauce juicer on the air conditioning vent. Mine's That's, a four in one. It's a five in one aperture. <laughs> you don't say that word. It securely fits in the four most commonly used sizes and shapes of sauce containers. There's four. Yeah. Brady packets. Brady, Brady knows the name of each one. Continue. Packets. Yeah. Uh, I think the like the uh, no, the little sauce, the peel bags. Yeah, and then there's yeah. the traditional packets. It, the aperture allows that to happen too. You can put the package. No, there. actually, it's a little holder for the things where, like, the, the dipping sauce for chicken nuggets. Are. Have you seen the? Yeah, that's the, what it holds. It's a little t- tin cup. Gotcha. It fits okay, perfectly for it. like that or Chick Fil A things. Or, like the Chick Fil A ketchup. Have you seen those? Yes. Where, where it's in the you, little peel back. Yeah, the peel back, or you can peel the front off and squeeze. it. Oh, right, and this this is perfect for all that. As seen on Shark Tank too. This yeah. thing actually made Whoa. TV. That's, why we're, why we're on it now, Brad? Oh, man. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Just wait this couple minutes from your fast food buy to going home and eating those fries. It's great for uh, if you take Megan on a road trip, because if you remember right, when I said go in and get some road trip food, she came <laughs> back with chips and bean dip. Like, how am I supposed and, and shelled peanuts. <laughs> There's a... Yeah, I'm like, just bring me some soup and lasagna. We'll get we'll get through this together. Your car looked like Bill Johnson's oh, yeah, Big well, Apple. Like, what yeah. am I supposed to do with it? Well, you said get some food that you can eat with your hands. I'm like, it's, it's shelled peanuts. I'm driving. I'll peel them. This is going to be a nightmare. Watch, check out this review of the Sauce Moto. It's 4.6. 
So I bought this for my husband, who is an uh, outside sales and eat, eats lunch in his car. He said he didn't know where this had been all his life. Signed Brady Bogan. <laughs> Constantly asked about passengers, or asked about by passengers. We'll bring more. We'll get more one available as future gifts. Yeah, they can't wait to. I keep love the title of it. Never you knew you needed it and can't live without yeah. it. <laughs> where has this been all my life? My dreadful, useless life. All right, let's go to the phones and get a couple of people who All right, are self-moto uh, crazy. We got Erica on line one. Oh, we have a woman on line? Yes. Erica, are you there? Yes. All right, Erica, are you ready? It's Tell reels. When's your birthday? Um, It's October. Okay. Well, it's not your birthday, but it is Toledo. So Every day in October. Probably say happy birthday to Toledo, Erica. A happy birthday, Toledo. Thanks, Erica. Are you're you are you a, uh, a dancer by chance? We could use a dancer for Toledo's birthday if you're... A dancer? No. no. If you want to come by and dance for Toledo's birthday, I'll buy you a sauce moto. Are you an outside sales? Because apparently it's perfect for uh, the sauce moto. If Four point six. Are. <laughs> you, are you? Uh, are you kind of a pig? Ow, jeez. No, I'm just saying. Not at all. Okay, I'm just asking. Well, I'm asking because you know it'd be great for a pig to call up right now because you're playing for a ketchup holder. <laughs> so a pig would want this, and I'm assuming this would be great for you. I, I, I didn't really know what it was. Yeah. Well, then you're not a pig. If you if you got if you're half humid for the sauce holder in your car because the dipping sauces have always been elusive, then you're a pig. <laughs> Sorry, it makes you a pig. All right, here we go. When you're not a pig, you sound lovely. I was just checking. Okay. All right. Here we go. Also known as a dolphin fish, although it has no relation, what tasty ocean dweller has the has a name that means strong, strong in Hawaiian? Mahi mahi. Yeah, I'll agree. Goes with mahi mahi and he nails it. That's a good one. Nice job. That's one. You can have that in sauce moto. Put some tartar sauce in there. That'll some mobile mahi mahi. <laughs> you, if you're eating mahi mahi off your lap, driving around the ten. Hey, holy! <laughs> they don't have a to-go window at Ocean Forty Four. I got a grilled artichoke from my Hillstone. I got that aioli in the vents. So good. If you ever attach dipping sauce to your car vent. You're a pig. Sorry. Am I wrong? No. Erica, am I wrong? No, you're right. Yeah, I was worried that you called, like, oh, I got to have my hands on that, and that you're like 600 pounds, your toes are falling off. It's, all right, here we go. No, no, no. I just wanted to play, actually. That's good. Well, you're going to play, and you might win a sauce moto. Uh, the Marcus okay. of Queensbury rules frown upon wrestling and hugging re- while regulating this sport. Boxing. Nice. Erica, you like that? Well, Bray's already told you. Right. Sure, I will go with that. talk out of it. First distilled by the Spanish in the 1500s, this liquor is made from the succulent agave plant. Tequila. Erica? Yep. Tequila is correct. Yep. That's three of them. Two away. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask a band. <laughs> uh, It'll be a bonus round. In 1996, what rap artist released a post uh, or a posthumous album under Thank the you. alias Machiavelli? Oh, uh, Tupac. Says it's Tupac. You like that one? Um, sure. That's correct. One ah. more, and we're sauce motos. Oh, here we go. Get ready, Brady. <laughs> I don't taste any of this. This is his. Brady, since you're the, the, the king of regifting, I'll regift yeah. you my uh, sauce. Brady. Oh, Brady, get it right. Brady's going to be standing there, touching the passenger door of the Yaris. So I've never oh. been in one of these before. What's it like? <laughs> All right, here we go, Erica. Good luck. Ooh. Uh, 
This computer, named after Steve's, Steve Jobs' daughter, was a flop when it was introduced in 1983 because it cost $10,000. Is it Lisa? I think it's the Lisa. Well, uh, that sounds good. I have no clue on that one. He thinks it's the Lisa. You're going to go with Lisa? You like that answer? Sure. Let's go for it. For the sauce moto. Are you sure? Come on, come on, Lisa. I think it's Lisa. (laughs) Go with Lisa. Erica, you're so close to the sauce moto. You were so close to the sauce moto. That's not, that's not the answer? It is the answer. Yeah. Everybody gets a Tosmoto. Show's over. The show's over. It's the happiest birthday ever. Brady's going to stand by the mailbox for the next three days. <laughs> Everybody gets a Tosmoto. Hold on, Erica. Congratulations. Hey. You're a champion. Toledo gets a Tosmoto for his birthday, and Brady gets to beat off in the little cup holders in, Brady's, or in uh, Toledo's car. Hold on, Erica. I guarantee you Brady's going to go. He's barely put anything in that. How serious? I'll re-gift him to Brady. No. <laughs> what do you mean that, that is yours. Brady, that is your sauce moto. Don't you not dare. residing in my car. All right. Car. Order up a couple sauce motos. <laughs> uh, how much is a sauce moto? I didn't it's a good find. Ten ninety-nine. $10.90. $10.90. <laughs> We're saving five forty-five. Oh, well, that's in that case, for 15 It's a two-pack, by the way. Oh. So well, if you get the geez, barbecue and the honey mustard. Two vents worth gold. Of, yeah. Two vents. You might, as well have you might want to double down. Yeah. You know, it might be a better deal if you order more. And uh, since the <laughs> grill was worth sixty bucks, can get I every get, vent uh, stuffed. Hey, three? does that uh, grill you had on there have an attachment to the lighter? <laughs> I'd like to start a little kitchen in there. Unbelievable. All right, Erica and Toledo are champions today. You're a winner. Proud of both of you. Nice job, Sauce Moto. Happy birthday, Toledo. Uh, your dad uh, doesn't know what he's missing now that he's. <laughs> Not going to ever be able to ride with you. There he goes. I guarantee you. Toledo's, Toledo's, there you go. Pop, pop. Toledo's dad doesn't have a sauce moto in that truck. Anywho, what are you going to do? It's live. I alone. <laughs> also appropriate for <laughs> Father's Day uh, 54 years ago. It's 98 KUPD. Happy birthday, Dick. Man, looking at that sauce moto, it is more for pigs than I ever imagined. Now, if you're like a truck driver or something, it might. But truck drivers have all sorts of like little things. So. Oh, yeah. And they usually stop. And have sex with a prostitute, do some cocaine, and have some food at Rip Griffin's. I mean, they're a good truck driver. That's what you know to do. This this Osmoto thing is just basically for pigs who can't make it the three and a half minutes from the drive-thru to their kitchen. But chicken nuggets are sitting in the car, not getting eaten, and it's taking forever. Because they don't have sauce. I'm a traveling salesman. Yeah. No, but no one's a traveling salesman anymore. <laughs> Biff Loman. It doesn't exist. I'm a traveling salesman. Oh, so you're broke and homeless? Pretty much. Same thing I never do, see? Yeah, see? I'm traveling through Salinas, see? Me and my friend uh, Lenny over here. Thank God for the McDonald yeah. brothers. Dipping into the uh, into that stupid cup in your vent. And in Phoenix, it's even worse because of air. You need the air. You don't want anything blocking that. Forget about the uh, sauce moto. You finish your fries, your sauce left, and you get out of your car. It's going to stink in there for a little bit. Especially if you don't have just ketchup, just the sauce. But we'll find out soon enough because I got two of them, Brady. Brady. That's never yeah. happened to you leave sauce <laughs> behind. And I'll tell you this. Erica, the contestant, is uh, classy. So uh, she just hung up before she ever got her sauce. <laughs> mode. It's like, I don't need that. I take care of my body and myself. I, this is, I can go the four minutes from the drive-thru to the house before I have to have to have what's in the car. With dipping that? sauce. It's ranch. <laughs> I left ranch in the sauce moto. Yeah, sauce moto. 
Oh, it's going to be a massive seller now that people know about it. Oh, yeah. the United States is filled with hogs that'll lick clean the bottom of that little cup that they get at Chick-fil-A. And you want your sauce? So- Which sauce do you like, sir? All of them. Well, okay. And each one gets a dipping and then the lickings. <laughs> Got to clean the bottom of that little cup like a puppy. And don't shake your head at me. You're the guy who's been licking the bottom of the cup. <laughs> you know it. You're driving along mad at me. Going, well, maybe I don't want to waste any food. Gotta hide this, uh, hide this sauce moto. Brady, have you ever licked the bottom of a little cup at Chick-fil-A when you're done? You don't have any more fries for dipping? I have not. Have you licked the lid? I bet you have. No. The little I, tinfoil heel back? Uh, you said I've Chick-fil-A. I've taken the nugget across uh, the lid, though. Canes? Oh, yeah. Can- yeah <laughs> I did say Chick-fil-A, and he's, he's going <laughs> to yep. get me on semantics there. No. Any fast food dip and peel back? Have you ever gone <laughs> to the bottom of the I little cup? I have not. I bet you have. But I've, I've <laughs> swiped it with the nug or, or the fry. Yeah, if there's stuff on the lid. I like that you call them the nug. The nug. Nugget's too hard to say. Nug. That's the cool way. <laughs> Spicy nugs. I'm getting nugs. You've scraped a nug across the, the yeah, peel back part. It, yeah, if the peel back has But if there's just a little left, you know, I haven't, uh, and then put the fry in your mouth. Yeah, I haven't done that one yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no sauce moto for you. You missed that question. Clearly the answer was yes, you have. <laughs> uh, Bert, you've got the range for yes. this week's Rock Wars. You got a topic yet? Well, yeah, I do. All right. And it's actually, so since it's Toledo's birthday and... You know, dad left for a pack of smokes. So we need a song that describes Toledo's basically mindset towards his dad. Oh. Like what he thinks of his dad. Now or then? Ooh. Today. Yeah, it could be either way. Either way. Toledo's tribute song to the way he feels about his father. Right. Ooh. Cats in the Cradle's out. That's too easy. Well, that doesn't count. That's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. That's about a dad and son talking. I mean, he doesn't have that experience. All right. And feeling. there's a lot of them out there because I've been looking up stuff, so. Yeah. What Toledo thinks in his head would be a good theme song for he and his father's relationship. Yeah. From Toledo's perspective. That's a good one. I like that. Maybe Toledo's dad. Toledo's dad drove by and said, those are his thoughts. Just circling the building at this point. It's not even fair. <laughs> because you just played that, Brady, you're thinking convoy, aren't you? No. <laughs> he just changed CJ it. McCall. Hey, Robert Duck. Robert Duck. Robert Duck. Robert Duck. Breaker 1-9. I love it. We got ourselves a convoy. Yeah, no. Well, C.W. McCall is out. Uh, all right. Uh, 926. Who, uh, you can help us out. Suggest something. Holmberg at 98kupd.com. You can text 97936. A uh, theme song for Toledo and how he feels about his father uh, 54 years after he never saw him. Now, yeah, if you're like the sign at the trailer park, 54 years without dad. And they don't even, they just change it. 54 full years without a dad sighting. And it's the year that I think he's finally going to go. Don't you? Will this be it? It could be. All right. Are you rooting for that? We'll find out in the songs, I suppose. I love it. All right. uh, You tell us what it is. I've got two in my mind that I already know are awesome. Uh, It's 927. Rock Wars is next. Wednesday, 942 for the Battle of Musical Supremacy, known as Rock War. And it's brought to our friends at No Money Pond. Shorter long-term collateral loans from $10 to $100,000. No credit needed. Top dollar paid with the entire process just taking several minutes. MoMoneyPawn.com. Uh, the theme today for Toledo's birthday. Toledo's, uh, you know, thoughts about his dad? Yeah. 
Not a situation, but like from Toledo's perspective, a song he would say to his dad right now if his dad showed up. Here's what I say to you. My theme to you. His uh, feelings about him. And uh, Brett came up with the topic. Who would you like to go first? Uh, I want st- I want you to go first because you've changed your song 17 yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. And let's let's cut it here. I, I've, I've never even heard the song. I just <laughs> saw the lyrics. I just read the lyrics. And I know uh, uh, Paul Simon's wife writes great music, I think. <laughs> Paul Simon in the house. How does she screw that up? Uh, Edie Brickell and the New Bohemians. And it this says, is just her, according to the YouTube. On it, it says and the New Bohemians oh, on my okay. thing. But the, the lyrics are great. And I know what she's saying is like she's talking about like a woman saying, I don't need a man. But this is, I think, the lyrics Toledo would write in the exact same situation. Go ahead, hit play. Let's have at it. It's just basically Edie going right at it immediately. I don't need a man. It's just Toledo looking him in the eyes. I don't need a man. I don't need a man to take care of me and make my plan. But eventually the song turns. I don't need a man. She starts saying, but I want you. I don't need a man. I want you. Which is deep down how Toledo would feel. I don't need that. a man to come and rescue My version's different. I've been Toledo. I had a guitar in it. Ah, now mine got screwed. Damn it all, Edie Brickell. I had a Brady moment in a Toledo song. Mine had guitars. Brady? Boo. I'm going to go back. I'm changing mine to the who. Who are you? <laughs> it's originally what I went with, but then Edie's guitar one. Ah. Damn it. I picked this song because I think um, from Toledo's point of view, it's like, I want your medical records. I want to know the history, health. But other than that, I don't want anything to do with I don't care about continuing on with a real relationship. And in a way, I'd like to do what you did to me when I was originally born. And I'm using the five, five-time Grammy winner, Christopher Cross. Oh, no. What? And Michael McDonald, Ride Like the Wind. Oh, oh nice. nice. Very well done. The one I listen to started saying a little more hip on this than this does. Now, I'm going to go ahead and go with Brady on this. So far, Brady's winning. It's a Toledo theme. Yeah. The whole family goes riding like the wind eventually. All right. Beautiful. Brett, I didn't even put up a fight this week. Such a long way to go. We got it. We know. (laughs) Brett's going to walk away with this one. All right. My damn Edie Brickell song. (laughs) Just wait. Wait for this one. All right. All right, the band is called. You got to pull up the lyrics. Yeah, I'm oh, going no. to. The band. It's up there. Oh, okay. The band is called Life Ruiner. This is. <laughs> you call me son. I call you dead. Oh, see, how'd you do so that? Here's where. Right. Oh man. All right, we'll just play Brett's song. Guitars in the phone. Where were the new Bohemians in Toledo's version? Had kind of a cool background. Ah, I got screwed. I'm Paul out. wouldn't let him in the house. The, Brett wins. There's no question. <laughs> Brett's got the win. God damn it. Hey, John G's out, so you can. Yeah, no, it's Brett's win. We all admit <laughs> Make it. Make the call. Son of a. The lyrics are so good. I heard the guitar. I'm like, this can't be that bad. It's just a Edie Brickell moaning and moaning. I like yours better. 
Brett's the champion of Rock Wars this week. Son of a mother. Edith Raquel, what did you pick a Paul Simon wife song for? He's yeah. clipped her wings. Yeah, I was trying to find one that had like an emotional moment where he tries to beg for him to come back, but deep down doesn't really want him. Waste of time. You waste of time. You're right. Uh, Toledo, or, uh, Brett's song is a champion this week. Nicely done. What's it? Who's it by? Uh, Life, Life Ruiner. Ruiner. Life Ruiner. That even come on. <laughs> Why did we even play? I got to thank Stephen for that suggestion. Yeah, I'm golden, man. Yeah, I wouldn't thought you That's had that ridiculous. one in ridiculous. All right, fire up those lyrics again. Let's just get it out of the way You want to do it now? All right, hang on. Sure, I want to do it now. Nip it in the bud. Now, let's play it after the break. Oh, okay, we'll play it after the break. Life Ruiner coming up in just moments. <laughs> Happy birthday, Toledo. Happy birthday, Happy Toledo. Birthday, Toledo. And Toledo's dad, who's up oh, there he goes. He's coming by. <laughs> there he is. There he is. That's the man. Got himself a convoy. It's one man convoy. It's 947. Congratulations, Brett. And F you, Edie Brickell, 98. That's Pantera right there. We'll get some Life Ruiner in in a second. We'll close up. We'll put it in uh, Larry's show. I just wanted to know if you had it loaded and ready. Uh, Life Ruiner coming up. It's Brett, you just walk away with this week's rock books. And Toledo, and the name of the song is even better, which is You Call Me Son, I Call You Dead. <laughs> Thanks, Dead. Yeah, the album is called No Saints, if you're interested in buying that. They've got a couple others, too. They're Canadian. I'm learning about Life Ruiner. <laughs> what a great name. There's no hope in that at all, that this band's ever going to be anything more than what just singing about things it's that what bother them. Yeah, yeah. We are Life Ruiner. Uh, it's time now for uh, the Entertainment Drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And if you want to get involved in this, well, gosh darn it all, you can. It's easy. Reactdefense.com is where you go, and you check out all of the things they offer, which is life-saving um, self-defense techniques, plus a fight class and uh, all sorts of uh, workouts. They've got the elite training, which you guys would be blown away at how, how, how out of shape you are when you're like, holy cow, this is the greatest thing ever, and uh, I can only get better. You go in however you are because, again, when it comes to self-defense, nobody out there victimizing you is going to care what shape you're in. So go in and find out what kind of shape you're in. You might surprise yourself and go through a few of their courses and then just start learning, start absorbing. You'll work out the entire time. You leave sweating and smiling, and that's the idea behind any workout. You can learn from it. It's not just getting bigger or getting in better shape. You're getting bigger and getting in better shape learning at the same time, and that is something no gym can offer you. So you might as well do it the right way and have fun doing it with a bunch of great people. ReactDefense.com's in Phoenix, it's in Chandler, and it is in Glendale, and it is awesome. So get on over there. ReactDefense.com, the home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. Floyd Mayweather Jr. recently bought a $345,000 Rolls Royce with mink interior. Right. Then he had his car guy actually trick the kid's seat out. His son, Kentrell, is a year and a half. Yeah. So it's mink lined. It's got well. a mink kid. For another eighteen grand, he got the baby seat. Minks died so that kid's baby seat could be. You know, and I'm. You know, look, it it's, feels great to touch. I'm not against killing animals that uh, service food and stuff like that. I don't know what minks are. I think they're just really pretty rats. It's the money team. Yeah, he's TMT. Hard work, dedication. But eighteen thousand dollars for a baby seat. A bunch of dead animals had to make it. Okay. Dr. Maybe Lynn's you're cheaper. Uh... <laughs> Dr. Lynn, much cheaper. <laughs> yeah, think about that, Brad. I don't even know what the cost is of your vasectomy coming up here, but it was that or baby seats. And I know you're not going to spend 18 grand on you, but I bet you, what's a baby seat run? A couple hundred bucks? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the same. To never have one. Oh. Oh, glorious. Glorious. So proud of Brett. Counting down the days. Oh. 
five Brett, weeks. maybe for your birthday. Oh. This might interest you. Vito right. Corleone's estate from The Godfather is going up for rent on Airbnb. At, in Reno? There are some, uh, there's a lot of rules and restrictions, but um, it's only being offered once, and you have to take it for a full month from August 1st through the 31st. It costs 50 bucks a night, 1500 bucks for the duration. The whole thing is $1,500? For the month, yep. For the place in Reno? You're only supposed to have five people in the house. No, this is the place. Um, the one in New York, I think. In New York, oh. yeah. The original. Staten Island. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Is that on Vesley Grod for uh, my birthday week? Yeah, well, we'll put it up there for Vesley Grod. <laughs> five people, max. Bucks. We could do the show from there. Oh, from Fido Corleone's place for Brett's birthday. Oh, that would be pretty um, Next Wednesday, boring after the second day. There'd be absolutely nothing to do. You're basically in New York, and there'd be not a whole lot going on after day two. First day would be awesome. 10 a.m., right when we get off the show on the 27th. You can book it. Try to be the guy booking it. After the first day, there's really not a lot to do here, so just, uh, I don't know, walk around. Remember, that's where Michael parked. And then they walked out of the house. Didn't spend a whole lot of time in this place. Come on the back, Brett. I want to sit down by the vines with you. Maybe chase you around for a little bit with an orange in my mouth. <gasps> and then I'll drop that, and it'll be over. You can sit down while we all, while we all found out Sonny got killed at the, at the thing, at the crossing guard thing. Grandpa, I've got some bug spray. <laughs> oh, bug spray. Well, well, it's day three, and here we are still. How long till this voice gets crazy annoying, too? Because we'd all be doing it. <laughs> and then we go practice the standing like a like a man in my office. Don't cry like a woman. <laughs> We've done that 20 times. Now we're having dinner with the family. That's day four. 26 the, days the to go. five of you. <laughs> 26 days left. And I'm starting to hate you. So here we are on day 27. Three of us are dead. It would. It would lead. You would lead to murder. You gotta go. Yeah, I mean, fifteen hundred bucks. You go there every other couple of days. What do you mean? Go to other places. Oh, you'd leave it. Yeah, but then you'd start going. This is dumb. Yeah, and it's probably a dump. You'd do uh, it though. In a heartbeat. Thirty me? days though. That's a lot. I don't think I would do thirty. But you, can't, you, you have to do yeah, but you're only paying no, 1500 bucks. That's true. So, yeah. You, you, you book could it, roll in for the weekend month. and bounce. Yeah. yeah, you could do it for a weekend. 1500 bucks. You just bail. You're right. Yeah. Take three, four days and leave it empty for the rest of the month. A crew member on NBC's Law & Order Organized Crime was shot and killed on the job yesterday. 31-year-old Johnny Pizarro was on location in Brooklyn. I just wanted everyone to know. I was nowhere near the set. Oh, good. Thanks, Alec. <laughs> Alec Baldwin just letting everybody know he didn't do it. Happened around 5.15 in the morning. He was sitting in his car when someone threw open the door and started shooting. Jeez. He was pronounced dead on arrival at a nearby hospital. What was his last name? Pizarro. Mm. Organized crime. Mm. Law and mm. order. Mm. You're still looking for the It shooter. was a prop gun. I didn't do it. I am God. Justin Bieber's face works again. I know, isn't it Going great? We're back on tour. Bieber's face grew back, and we can all love him again. He's, yeah, he's finishing his tour now, right? Yeah. 
He's, he just needed a break. His face started to slip off because he was a little bit worried. It's starting back up on the 31st. In Italy, the oh, tour. Oh. And the face. Yeah. Um, finally, the chain smokers are going to perform on the edge of space in 2024. The flight will take them 23 miles above the Earth into the stratosphere. Well, that's nice. They'll be the first musicians to perform on the edge of the, of space. It was the commitments? What? The chain smokers. Oh, okay. A private company called Worldview will send them into the stratosphere about 23 miles above Earth. Earth, And um, the cost is 50 grand. For who? A little, little less than the 28 million that Bezos Blue Origin will throw you up there for. <laughs> 28 million? But Wait, what? You're. Fifty thousand dollars. You go twenty three. Wait, it cost twenty eight million for the Blue Origin ticket. Yes, that was two hundred fifty thousand. It's twenty million per person. That can't be right. Oh, that's that's got to be for the whole. That's ride. just the cost yeah. of the ship going. And that one, that one actually goes into space. The Blue Origin. Right. This one basically is floating up twenty three miles. That's space. Yeah, close enough. You're in the uh, the edge. Yeah, you're basically. up there. Surprised uh, Kiss hasn't done that yet. Yeah. We don't have to do that. We've always had our own spaceship. What was that thing called? Remember they had that spaceship in the 70s? The, that one prop. It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Of course it was. It which was one? Kiss. Yeah, which yeah, one? Everything Kiss did was stupid. They had some sort of weird spaceship for a while. Well, one of them came from another planet. Oh, yeah. That was uh, Ace Frehley came from another planet. Yeah, he was a spaceman. He was a spaceman, but his ship had a name. It was dumb. Of course it was. There's better, but Funkadelic Parliament had a... Yeah, yeah Parliament did that. Yeah. ELO. ELO had, ELO had the best spaceship of all they bands. Did. Yeah. That thing was awesome. Neon signs and all that. It was great. I don't want to go to the Chainsmokers if they're in Glendale, let alone wait for them to get to space and watch them. Who cares? In a pressure, pressurized uh, capsule that's connected to a balloon. Yeah, look, if the Chainsmokers showed up at my house to play, I might turn it off. <laughs> like, no thanks. Uh, do you think I'm going to go out of my way to watch them go to space? Might speed up the alien invasion. They start yeah, throwing if we start playing chain there. smokers out there. Like, <laughs> where's that coming from? Stop it! Well, I can't play Life Ruiner without Misophonia. him. Misophonia. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> da, da, turn it off. This is twink music. Turn it off. Send them next door. Alien yeah. Brett Vesley. <laughs> They'll twink it up. <laughs> from Planet Vesley. Da, da, queers. It's exactly what I expect. It's pure communism. It's what you get when these show folks start hanging around these showbiz homos. <laughs> Alien Vestley might be hilarious. <laughs> Toledo just got a tattoo of his dad on his arm. There's nothing there. I'm covered in him. <laughs> Somebody sent me a picture of that. A blank arm. Just got a tattoo of my dad on my arm. Hilarious. And also, I'm getting all of the, you know, that? the bastard dad thing, where it's just an action figure and it's empty. And it's, right. Toledo's seen them all. Yeah. Don't worry. Uh, that's it. Those all right. Pop Funkos. Yeah, I yeah. get those like every week. Somebody sends me one of those. Thought this was funny about you. Yeah. yeah. 100 times. Right. How long it. is this song? Like four seconds? Two minutes and 31 oh seconds. Oh, my God. All right. It's Life Ruiner, everybody. We're out of here. You guys have a good one. Brett, you're up. It's 98 right. KUPD.